Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hafe? Ah, uh, what's new, Jada? It's already Thursday. Thursday in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Do come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. You want to win $500? I do. $500? Tell you how in just a second. Chuck's Corolla, our executive producer. He is roving around handling business. That is Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls. He's also responsible for the hideout page on Real Radio FM. The big man, 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin. My cuddle partner every weeknight. That's Matt Albert. Largest teddy bear on earth. And the intern whose current grade is a C-, minus. the one and the only Jack Napier on Team Hefe. Yes. Napier. We're all here for you on this uh, Thursday night. His new name is Diarrhea, remember that. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's part of the uh, radio trio, uh, the boring uh, trio of Vomit, Tears, and Diarrhea, who hosts the mixtapes. Ta- mix um, all right, Dubs, let's see here. $500, I'm going to tell you about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Also, too, the live broadcast this Tuesday, the 666 party with the hideout at Mako's. Um there's so much that we got going on uh, that, as far as that is concerned that we need to share with you. So we will get to that. It is also day one of hurricane season. Yes, starting today. Uh-oh. And we'll give you an update on how many hurricanes have already formed and where they are going to hit us. We know that? Of course we do. We're in mm. the hideout. We have all information. And if we don't actually have it, we make it up. Uh, in addition to that tonight, J-Dubs, let's see here. Coming in at 10 o'clock, if you've ever wanted to know and getting to the mind of a m- middle-aged MILF white woman mm-hmm. who enjoys gangbangs with only black men who call themselves Mandingos, you're in luck. This is your show. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's almost going to be like an episode of Jerry tonight at 10 o'clock. I have a feeling it's going to be stellar. I'm a little worried that these video cameras are functional. Are they? They look like they're working, and if so... Oh, there's a light on, isn't there? Yeah, if so, we're going to need to put the cap on those, because from what I understand, there'll be three of those ladies that I described in tonight Oh, with a few brothers. So that's not. There's no telling. Yeah, there's no telling what's going to go on. Some fathers are pissed. Oh yeah. Um, so in addition to that, J Dubs, there's so much of Chunks Fat Man Diary, this, that, and the other. Uh, here's what I want to do. Let's talk about this live broadcast real fast and tell you how it ties into what we're going to do in this first hour. Uh, broadcasting live uh, at Mako's on Church Street, downtown Orlando, for the 
Hideout Mako 666 party. Uh, we're going to have games and contests based on the seven deadly sins. Nice. In addition to that, it will uh, be the premiere of the 5th edition Hideout t-shirts. I'm going to say the coolest t-shirts in the history of radio. Yeah, go to realradio.fm, the Hideout page. There's pictures of them up on there. Now, we are going to have $500 in cash thanks to Saved on TNT. Nice. Now, let me tell you about this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saved, it looks like a very, very good show because obviously I've been watching the NBA playoffs, and I I love to watch ER on TNT. This show looks fantastic. It's got uh, Tom Everett Scott. Basically, he's a medical school dropout. He's way into gambling, and so he has to feed the whole thing by being a paramedic in Portland. And I guess it debuts on um, Monday the 12th, I think. And it runs at uh, 10, 9 Central on TNT. So it's uh, saved. Uh, About some paramedics who can save lives... Uh, including maybe their own. They have given us $500. and That's reason enough to watch the show. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to have you guys confess your sins so that you can be, quote-unquote, saved. So it will go down like this. At the live broadcast at Mako's on the 6th, 666, you will pick three of the seven deadly sins and admit the worst thing that you ever, you've ever done to them. Okay. We will then have a panel of judges who will score you. Whoever has the best score at the end of the night wins the $500 in cash from Saved on TNT. Now, there will be tons of people who want to do this, Dubs. Mm -hmm. And we're going to leave it open to the people who want to do it at the live broadcast. However, we are going to take initial slots. All right? Here's how we're going to do that. At a quarter past the hour, you will hear a little sounder, a cue to call in. Whenever you hear that, big caller, whatever it is, I'm not sure what caller you picked yet. Seven? Caller, caller six or seven? Seven. Okay, you I've just... never seen anybody put that up for seven. The thumb and the uh, index finger is not used for the two in seven. Yeah, usually this is seven, this is... The middle and index. So anyway, regardless. So caller seven. <laughs> Are you having troubles over there? Yeah, he is having a little bit of issue. Now, you will get a saved prize pack. Includes a uh, bag, t-shirt, playing cards... And uh, also a qualification to you will have a slot to confess your sins at Mako. Wonderful. On the 6th. All right. Obviously, you would have to be there to tell. Okay, so that is your first chance coming up at a quarter past the hour. So if you call in to win, make sure you can be there this Tuesday, 666. Because I know we're going to have a ton of people that want to win that $500 in cash. Mm-hmm. And it's just not going to be enough to show up. Uh, we may not be, have time because we only have so much time to take stories. So if you can be one of these callers then you're automatically in, and you're definitely getting your story out there and possibly that chance to win the $500. All right, so that is going on at Mako's. The other thing that we're going to be doing is in regards to the seven deadly sins. Have a lot of games and stunts planned. Well, tonight we're going to find out who's going to do gluttony. Will it be Chunks Corolla? Who's just a, a poster child for gluttony. Or will it be our intern Napier? Here's what we have decided to do, okay? Now, today is, like I said, the first day of hurricane season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Dubs, last year we were pretty lucky. 
very lucky if you were on my end because I did no preparation for hurricane season at all, and we uh, never even lost power over at my place. We really got through, for the most part, unscathed uh, in Central Florida and especially right here in Orlando. Now, mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand, because we weren't here, but the year before was awful yeah. with uh, the four hurricanes. But it's that time where you got to be prepared. you got to know what it is that you need. So here's what I'm going to do. This is what I've decided. We're going to send Chunks and Napier out to Super Walmart. You boys will have 15 minutes, 15 minutes to grab as many hurricane-prepared items as possible, like what you would do for a preparation if the hurricane's on its way. Mm -hmm. Now, Stuff you think you may need. It's up to you guys. I think Napier may have the advantage because he's from Central Florida. However, he's dumb as a rock. Mm-hmm. Trunks, on the other hand, I think he, I don't think he has a shot. He's going to walk out of there with a frozen turkey. I can see him walking out of there with frozen food, dog food. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog food, for him, would actually be a good grab. Because he enjoys eating it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go bad. So, now here's, how, here's what's going to go down. We're going to send you guys out. You get to 15 minutes, okay? Afterwards, you will call us and tell us which items you picked up. It depends on who, like, which basket is better, all right? Let's say we think that Napier got things that would get us through a hurricane better than what Chunks got us. Mm -hmm. The Napier wins the challenge. He is obviously smart enough, and he's going to be prepared for the hurricane season. Chunks loses and will have to perform... The gluttony, uh, gluttony stunt. Yes. On the sixth, at the Mako's live broadcast with the hideout for the six 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 party. Does that sound good and fair? Uh, come on in, Napier. I know you, he's cheesing over there. He seems super excited. Chunks, you got questions? Yeah, I just got. I just got one question. Now, um, it doesn't go by quantity, right? Let's say, like for instance, we got a frozen food item. You mentioned that earlier. I wouldn't have to get like 50 of them, would I? Is it, does it just count as a frozen food item? I think I I, I say something that will get you through three days of not being able to. Uh, I think you got to go three days. So for three days, I All think right, you cool. get got to get three days worth of stuff. Now remember, you have to call us and tell us what it is you got. All right, and then we will decide which basket is best. Uh, now. Here's what I'm assuming, and I figure this you guys would know this. Uh, I think one of the biggies that you would probably need for hurricane season is um, like a lot of those frozen Boston Market meals. Mm-hmm. They're nutritious. You got your protein. You got your veggies. And you have a freezer. Exactly. I think that's one of the big things that you'll want. <laughs> Here's another one. You always want comfort food in a time of, uh, yeah, you know, in a time of tragedy or emergency. A lot of uh, chocolate bars. I, I think this chunky monkey ice cream. Yes, a uh, lot of ben, ice cream. Ben and Jerry's gets me through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are things that maybe you want to consider. Chunks Napier when preparing for hurricane season. Ice cream would be refreshing. Mike in the 407. Of course, it's going to be hot. Considering the air conditioning wouldn't work. Go ahead, Mike. What you got? 
Hey, man, this is this for Chunks. I like that guy for some reason. Don't ask me why. I met him over at the uh, real ride. Chunks, grab a generator, all the size D batteries you could possibly muster up, and a bunch of fluorescent lights, bro, and you got it, you got it nipped in the back and uh, potato chips. All right, there you go. Write it down. Mike's giving you a little it's, advice. It's, it's all done. It's all, I mean, everybody and their brother will be your friend with the, with the generator. They'll actually trade water just to use it. All right, very don't, good. Don't forget to take water, too, bro. Uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Mike. These are things you guys have to consider. Yeah. Be stocking your mind full of stuff you need to grab there. Here's another thing I want you to get to. Uh, fresh pies. Yeah. Fresh pie. Fresh pie. And how about... Uh, kind of flavor? How Ice about, cream cake. How about some of those uh, discounted steaks? They're just about to go bad, but, uh, you know, they're still good to eat right well, now. You know, speaking of that, too, uh, there may be small children. You mm-hmm. still need them to grow during hurricane season. Gallons of milk. Gallons of milk. Gallons of milk are good. Rich in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's up, man? I was wondering if you guys have a price line for these guys to shop at Walmart. All right, let's see. Do you think we need a price line, Dubs, or do you think we just let them go? It's a time of need. Uh, Money's no option. Uh, Money's no option. It depends on who's shopping, you know what I'm saying? That's true. All right, let me ask you. uh, We only have 15 minutes. All right, Rich, let me ask you this, though, because these could be right. They could just be going down through the aisles gathering things. Rich, what do you think would be a fair price? Ah, how about this? You can't go over $666 since it's oh, the 666 Live broadcast. Good idea, Rich. Thank you, buddy. And that's plenty of money to uh, have to spend in 15 minutes. Let's go try to get a generator. Mm-hmm. Or you could think, hey, I'm going to get three generators and then and price, trade them out. price gouge. And just try to live off my own fat. Both of you pudgy bastards could do it. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. People got some ideas for you guys. Minute too late, man. In the 321, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Go ahead. All right, two things. One, um, yeah, if you got three generators, you can always bargain other families uh, for supplies, you know, when they don't have electricity. See, that's what or I'm thinking. Poontang. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> for a little ass. Uh, yeah, another thing is, too, make sure you grab plenty. You know, you got to have cookouts. Make sure you grab plenty of hamburger meat and mayonnaise. All right, hamburger meat and mayo. Thank you a minute. Don't forget the yogurt. A lot of yogurt. You're thinking. You're thinking. What are you doing talking off the mic in there, Napier? He's asking about headphones. <laughs> He forgets that we're on the air. All right, boys, do you have any questions? Do you know which Super Walmart you're going to? No. I'll tell you. Do you know where one is fairly mm-hmm. close? Those I know, can... yeah, I know. There's the one in Castleberry, but there's one closer than that over in Apopka. Mm. Oh, there is? Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I guess Napier's driving since Chunks doesn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. You don't need one of those for hurricanes. No, not at all. Who needs transportation? Who needs to get out if they need to? No question at all? Uh, well, it's, uh, all right. I guess it's about the price that you share the time, it, it, the, so we have a price limit You've now. got 15 minutes, right. and you cannot go over $666.66. Cents. Ah, just $666. Yeah. All right. Since it's the 666 Live broadcast. And see me before you go, because uh, I actually need to get some stuff from Walmart. Hey, now, since it's, like, tax-free, tax doesn't count, right? Mm-hmm. No, of course tax counts. Oh, the, you missed the tax-free. That ended yesterday. What? Yeah. Damn it. Sorry. Or That's maybe what you get for being late. Maybe, maybe it ends today, but whatever. I can't do the math in my head. Well, no, you, just go check out. Flux in the 321, you're in the hideout. What's up, Flux? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, brother. I only have one problem with some of the ideas you're coming up with. What is that? Um, well, you got to think, unless they do get a generator during the storms and things, you're going to lose power most likely. I mean, so many of the areas. What? All these frozen foods and milk and refrigerated stuff. 
they're going to be screwed with all that. I don't buy it. I don't think that would ever happen. Now, look, I understand you're trying to, you know, help out and stuff. I think you're being too much of, uh, you know, a naysayer, a pessimist. I've never heard of people losing power during a hurricane. You're going uh, for extreme uh, bad situation right there. I'm thinking you need to get... Oh, hold on a second. It's a hurricane, not the apocalypse. So what, should I just get, like, DVDs and hold stuff? Hold on. Nick here in the 407 has a go. What you got? Oh, hey, hideout. Hey. I don't want you to forget that you probably need plenty of sushi. Okay, sushi. Sushi. Because, look, whenever you're in a time of need, uh-huh. you still want to eat and live like the high-class people do. You mm-hmm. want to have some sushi. You want to be fancy. So you feel... And sushi's nothing without soy sauce, so make sure you get a little down inside. Yeah, treat yourself to something, you know, special. Like you were saying, comfort food. You know, things are getting rough around you, but, you know, so you want to do something to keep your spirits up. Exactly. Yeah, good, I mean, Good call, Nick. No matter how bad it gets, at least you have a California roll to go to. Hmm. Ooh, tuna fish. All right. You boys ready to get the hell out of here? Sure. Go teach good Americans, good Central Floridians, what it is that we need. Oh, look at this. Look at look what Napier handed me. What's that? His Eagle Scout card. He is Ooh. a Boy Scout of America. Proud card care. Hey. Mo. That's why you're in Team Hefe. Also, why I think you've been touched. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. Rolling on a Thursday night. When, when the boys get back, too, we'll have Chunks do his Fat Man Diary. Nice. Congratulations to Dave in Altamont Springs. First qualifier for Save at the Hideout 666 uh, Makos party. See you out there, Makos. Coming up this Tuesday. And, um, all right, Dave. You already won the prize pack from Saved, which is very cool. It's a new show on TNT coming out on Monday nights. But here's the big thing. He is guaranteed the opportunity to tell how he, uh, confess, if you will. Yeah, just like to, yeah, just like when you're going into a Catholic church and you go into that booth and tell something to the priest uh, that stays just between you and him, but this is uh, for out in the open. Yeah, And you'll be judged on the... Confessions of the three of the uh, on three of your choosing of the seven deadly sins. Yes, we'll sit there in judgment on you. And whoever ends up having the best confessions wins the prizes. Dog wins the five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. And everybody has something to confess. Oh yeah, it just depends on how far you want to go. Yeah. How much you want the money? Oh, I got a lot that I'd love to confess if I were in for it. All right, so the boys right now kind of uh, switching back, but still related to the uh, Tuesday night party at Mako's live broadcast. Um, they're on their way to the Super Walmart in Apopka to do this kind of supermarket sweep. Yeah. They have 15 minutes. They cannot go over to uh, go over $666, and they need to gather as many hurricane-prepared items as they can, mm-hmm. as if it were going to be three days uh, you know, which you would need it. And we told them go heavy on the milk, ice cream, sushi, and uh, frozen foods. Exactly. Things that you want and need mm-hmm. in a time of, uh, well, you know. Stuff that's just really easily accessible to you at that point. So they're on their way. They'll call us when they get there, and we'll start the 15 minutes, and we'll check in with them. And whoever loses, whoever gets the worst stuff, essentially, you know, mm-hmm. most useless stuff, will have to do the gluttony punishment. At the live broadcast at Mako's coming up Tuesday on 666. Chris in the 407. What's up, Chris? What's going on, guys? What you got? 
hey, I was just kind of wondering, like, say I'm walking, you know, chilling through Walmart and just randomly tackle, <laughs> you know, chunks through the distilled water display. Like, would that affect the outcome of this little content? Um, in that hypothetical situation, no. Uh, I mean, it appears it would affect it. I don't know. I mean, we people fall all the time. I uh-huh. can't say what would happen. I don't know. You still get... Hey, sometimes we've got these hurricanes coming through. It's a madhouse. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the day after Thanksgiving and Black uh, Friday as far mm-hmm. as shopping for Christmas goes. Yeah, you don't uh, you don't want to get into uh, someone's way then. And this, in a hurricane situation, you don't need to get in anybody's way uh, at that point either. I will say this as well, uh, Dubs, coming up. Um, it's an 18 and up party. Oh, wow. I was unaware of that. At Mako's on this Tuesday, I've been told it is an 18 and up party. School's out. I know we have a lot of friends in that 18 to 20 age range. So if you want to party, uh, of course, legally. Yeah. You can come out and hang out. You can come out and hang out and see what a Hideout Live broadcast is all about. Your opportunity. See, a lot of times we're in these situations where it's 21 and up. And this time... It's your chance to come out and be mm-hmm. somebody with the Hideout. Oh, and the fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. Uh, let me see here. we got a couple of calls. People want to hop in on this, Dubs. Have you prepared at all for hurricane season which started today? No. Hmm. I'm not a uh, person who looks into the future at all. Like, what What do you have now, like, as far as non-perishables go that you could eat? Um, other than your dog and cat food for Sadie Lou and uh, Cody. I have about three bottles of water, 20-ounce bottles, um, some SpaghettiOs. And, uh, uh, pasta. All right, so you're ready. Yeah, I'm perfectly ready for this hurricane season. Carlos in the 352. What's up, Carlos? Hey, man. Uh, the best hope is got to get better prepared for hurricanes. But when we had the four hurricanes, we had several hundreds of thousands of people that, uh, um, several counties that were out of power from three days to two weeks. So if you're going to get frozen foods, you're going to get screwed. Yeah, I see. I don't know. See, I, I think that was a freak uh, freak uh, one-time thing. I don't find that to be happening again. Dumpster people are really good. I guess not. I guess they don't get uh, when people are just kind of poking fun and Satire. teasing the retard, telling him to go get frozen food. Satire. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Just wondering. All right. So Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Go ahead, buddy. All right. You know what? I'm actually not calling about hurricane stuff. I wanted to ask your advice on the situation. Oh, all right. Yeah, go ahead. Dub's not very knowledgeable, almost doctors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's good. Nothing like a doctor. But, uh, all right. I have this wonderful young lady who, uh, me and her just broke up and blah, 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 blah. All that crap. Okay. And, uh, now... We're back together, not as in a relationship, but as in just kind of, you know, sleeping together just and everything. Just banging. Yeah, just uh, friends with benefits, if you will. Yes, but uh, I was just getting ready to propose to her before all this happened. Before she broke up with you? Yeah, it was all my fault. I mean, all right, I want to hear the whole story. Yeah, what, but what, what, what do you need help on? What's the advice? What kind of advice you need, Mike? Well, hell, she. Still tells me she loves me, mm-hmm. and I love her to death. But you know she's getting ready to move away. I was going to go with her, but you know now she's got a place just for herself to move up to and everything. I don't know what I I should do on the situation. You love her to death? 
I love her. Killer. No. You actually I love her to death. Uh, <laughs> next time you're making love, take that pillow, put it over her face, no. and don't let her up. All right, hold on. Chuck jock. Chuck jock. All right, now here's the thing, Mike. Uh, how old are you? 25. Wow, you sound like you've lived a long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought you were going to say you're like 40-something. Uh, how old is she? Uh, a little young. How young? 19. That's not bad. Oh, that's, I'm, dude, I thought we were about to have a whole catch a predator uh, thing going on here. All right, so she's night. What, she's going away to college? Yeah. Why don't you move up there? No. Why don't you follow? They, they already broke up. It's no. going to be. Here's it's what you not going to work. You follow her. You follow her. As soon as she pulls out in that U-Haul, you show up in your pickup truck with all your belongings in the back, and you just follow her to her dorm room. Don't let her know you're behind her, though. Here's the thing. You don't want to enroll, because honestly, school's for dummies. Mm -hmm. Get a nice, good quality job, like a janitor or something there at the school. Yeah. That way you could always poke your head in at while she's well, in he's class. Doing that. While, while she's in class and uh, keep tabs on her. Make sure she's not, you know, chatting it up with another, you know, douchebag. Hot young 19 year old. You know what well, I mean? I don't. I still well, say I don't love her to death. I don't want to fucking drop yeah, You can't say that. Language. Oops. Yeah. Sorry about that. We had to dump you there. I don't want to drop everything down too bad because I'm an electrical engineer. Ah, oh. you don't want to give up that money. Yeah, all right, we'll go. Well, on. certainly not to be a janitor. Yeah, but, right. you know, if that's, I'd gladly do it for her, but, I, you know, I, you wouldn't ask me to do it. How about this? How about, oh, did she know you were going to propose marriage? No. Why don't you call her on the air and tell her. You have her, nothing to lose right now. And tell her you want to marry her on the air. Well, she's in South Carolina right now. We can call her. We can. We have a long distance. Get her we phone. aren't animals. We'll get her phone number. Yeah, we've advanced. It's not the three two 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 one days. Hold on. Hold on a second. Let's Mike. do this damn thing. Give Mike's info. Tell him to get the girl's information and have him call and say, "I want to marry you." Let's do this on the air. All right, Chunks just sent me an IM from his phone. What? What kind of hunger man frozen dinner should I get? All of them are good. I say the fish though. Fish would probably keep the best. Mm -hmm. Well, it has the batter around it. It's uh, that's like a nice little uh, thing to keep in the goodness. T bowl in the four oh seven. What's up? Hey, what's up, Highlight? What you got, dude? Hey, check this out, man. Hey, uh, heads up for chunks. Uh huh. Um, I kind of like chunks. I don't even know who that new dude is, but what he do? He's some popsicles, right? A lot of popsicles. Hey, it's going to be hot. Talk about Yeah, it'll cool you down. Hey, hey, but check this out. You know what I'm saying? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh -huh. Now, what happened is, you know, at the white bread, it's going to get moldy. So you get Eggo waffles. So when they when they throw out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you just <laughs> cover that. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, for sure. All right, thank you, T-Bull. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Here's All bit inside. <laughs> yeah, really, it seems smart. I'm not looking for smart stuff. I'm trying to throw them off the scent. Oh, we got to take a break. Oh, he's with uh, Napier. That should do him fine. Hey, I love how he goes, I don't know who the new guy is. Just know <laughs> that you should hate him. He's a new intern and he sucks. That's what you need to know about the new guy. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Here we go. It's a Thursday night. You're in the Hideout. Hour 1, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, hey, man, did you see... I mean, I know we don't... We want to get barred down with a lot of serious stuff. And by the way, we'll check in with Chunks and Napier in a second on their mission for the hurricane preparedness. They should be there anytime. But have you been keeping it up at all with this Iraq kind of massacre thing? No, not at all, actually. 
I guess there's some had come out in this place called Haditha, mm-hmm. where they are alleging that some Marines were suspected of massacring up to 24 Iraqi civilians. Oh, wow. In November. Well, now apparently there is a quote-unquote new Iraq massacre, and there's a tape that the BBC has showing U.S. forces deliberately killing 11 innocent Iraqi civilians. That happens. I'm not going to apologize for it. It is a war. I mean, I don't, I don't have any of the like details on any of this. I'm not going to be the first guy to jump on our troops and say, "Hey, that's uh, wrong." No, I'm with you on that. I'd like more information. You, you are in a, a situation there where you don't know if this guy has a gun. It's a war where you, people aren't wearing, uh, you know, people are all blending in together. Right, essentially guerrilla warfare. You know, mm-hmm. there aren't uniforms. You know, there's not a red team and a blue team. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. I don't know if anybody has seen it. I don't know if you watch it. I heard our buddies Ron and Fez talk about it on XM202. They interviewed, I guess, the producer of Baghdad ER. I watched a little bit of it last night. I've seen it, and man, it is intense. I, I tuned it in just for a few minutes, and I'm like, <sighs> yeah. I don't want to be watching Depressed. this right now. Yeah, and I, I just switched it. I don't. I've watched it. I feel like almost like, man, this is the least I could do to see. A Baghdad ER is essentially, I guess there's this one central place in Baghdad where they'll send a lot of the uh, casualties. Mm-hmm. And they show them working on these people. I mean, all the way through bringing them in, maybe like little stuff. But, I mean, the stuff you've already seen is intense from, the I, from these IEDs. You're seeing things like people with shrapnel on their head and them going blind. Uh, a lot of times, too, they'll go through from brink when they fly them in on the helicopter, initially take care of them, then take them up to surgery, and then if they die, all the way to putting them in the body bag. And um, I'm very surprised that they were able to get this going. Well, they, it wasn't easy. A lot of people were against it. I think this is kind of stuff you need to see, though, I to think, understand really what war is all about. And- I don't. I don't think you have to see it, but I think there should be the option out there of seeing it. You know, I think you should have the option of, uh, hey, uh, I want to see what's going on there. I don't think it's something where, you know, you should put your kids in front of the uh, TV and say, you have to watch this. I don't know, man. Why not teach them what war is really all about? We we teach them about war in, you know, in school. Why not actually show them what war does? I say, you know, maybe show them some World War I. Those clips are nice and uh, cartoony. Those aren't really real anymore. Right, because it's in black and white. Yeah. It, a... It's like it's like it didn't even happen now. Uh, so long ago. Let's go to Joe in the 321. What's up, Joe? Hey, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know, I've been through quite a few hurricanes, and there's, there's three things and only three things that you need to survive a hurricane. That is uh, frozen turkeys, condoms, and definitely little arm floaties. <laughs> All right, so that's what the boys need to come back with. I can see the condoms. Yeah. It's not for them. It, well, yeah, not <laughs> for Napier or Chunks. But think about it. Whenever you, like when we were in Michigan, and you get snowed in, mm-hmm. ain't nothing to do but bang. And you do it a lot, and you do it to keep warm. Well, in Michigan, if there's a bad uh, snow in where everybody's staying at home, you will see uh, a great many people be getting pregnant right around that time. Right. Matt in the 407. What's up, Matt? 
You know, guys, hurricanes are seldomly recognized for being the source of humor that they are. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest things I have ever seen or done in my life, a couple of years ago, local media had everybody sparked to a frenzy to go to Walmart and get all your stuff. So right. you go over there, and as I walked through the door, I kind of yawned and stretched and flipped off the automatic door, <laughs> and then they had a little bench right outside. So we came and mm-hmm. sat on the bench. And I swear to you, people in this country don't have faith in God. They don't have faith in the government or their marriages but they think that that door is going to open. <laughs> person after person just blam. And the only time I felt close to feeling bad would be the third time an old lady walked into the door. The same one? Cupcakes and water bottles. All uh, over. Oh, you're, Here's the thing. You're an ass, and I know we'd be best friends. Well, I've done that before. <laughs> it wasn't during, like, a hurricane thing when people were freaking out or anything. It was always just, like, uh, in the middle of the night when people were coming in drunk. I would uh, flip the switch so it wouldn't work, and people would, you know, kind of shake it a few times. When right next to it is a door that opens independently, and you don't need the automatic door opener. Right. But for some reason, they were committed to that automatic door, and they were not giving up to let that thing opened. All right, let's check in with the boys who were there, Dubs. Here's Chunks hey. and Napier. Hey, how's it going? All right, are you boys there at the Super Walmart in Apopka? Yeah, dude, I'm right here in aisle three, frozen food. All right, you're already getting your jump start. Here's what I'm going to do with you two. All right, once again, getting you caught up here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1 if you're just not catching up. The boys are going to go through and try to fill their baskets with things that you would need for a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, pardon me. Um, and, right. and they will call us back and tell us what each one of them got. Do you want them to start in three minutes? Whoever has the worst basket... We'll then uh, do the gluttony stunt at the Hideout Live broadcast this Tuesday, the Mako 666 party. All right? You boys all set and ready to roll? Yeah. Ready to roll. Dubs, what do you think about giving them some extra time and having them start now? I I can give them uh, uh, two minutes. Two extra minutes won't hurt them. All right, boys. I will count it down in just a second. You will end up getting 17 minutes. Remember, you cannot go over $666. All righty. All right, my oh, friend. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> what what's going on with you? Why are you crowded? I keep five, with the car. Four, three, two, one, Mo, and you're off. Oops, sorry. Go. All right, Quit boys. apologizing, everyone. All right, we'll check in with you guys oh, at eight o'clock. This <laughs> ass. Hello. Yeah, eight o'clock. We'll talk to you. All right. We may call you back uh, to check in right before we go to the next commercial break. Okie right? dokie. All right, beat it. Later. Morons. Excuse me? Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, uh, pardon me. Uh, I don't mean to do that. My apologies. Um, Chip of the 912. What's up, Chip? Hey, what's up, man? What you got? Uh, just some more supplies for them to pick up while they're out. Mm-hmm. Nothing rehydrates you quite like beer, and you can't forget lube. That's true. You're definitely going to need lube, because who knows? You may get tired of one specific orifice. Well, and... yeah, you need lube uh, for the bottles after they're done. I believe it's bottleguy.com if you're mm. over 18. I think it was .net. Mm. I'll find out. By the way, just go to your bookmark, favorites. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, over 18, my friends, also get into Mako's for the Hideout 666 party this Tuesday. This is actually perfect, too, because school's out. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't have those college classes. You got nothing it's bottleguy.com. Over 18. There he is. In all of his majesty. In all of his glory. Oh, God. I forgot how bad this guy is. Your uncle. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour one. 
on Thursday night. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. Don't forget about the live broadcast at Mako's 666 party. Um, games and contests based on the Seven Deadly Sins. Fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts were just—they're just—they're very cool. And I'm not saying that because I mean you're not buying them. I'm saying I mean I'm probably going to steal five for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're free. And also a chance to win $500 in cash thanks to Saved on TNT. Confess to win your sins. Mako's, of course, on uh, Church Street, downtown Orlando. Smack Daddy in the 407. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how's it going tonight? What you got, buddy? Uh, the apple pies and the hungry mans and the uh, the chunky monkey. Mm-hmm. They may all oh, to save a little bit of that money and not spend it at Walmart and make another stop. And uh, get some tobacco and rolling papers. All right, why not that? How about just live off of cigarette doves? Just nothing uh, but cigarettes. It. I can do it. I am. Uh, that's what I basically do anyway, so it really wouldn't make a difference. Not a big one? Mm-mm. Hey, another quick story I wanted to share with you. And I don't know why this fascinated me, but the, I guess there was a car crash up in Michigan. And there was some students that would go to college, and they were out, and there was a car crash, and uh, I guess there was only one survivor. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, it had happened a while back, and the girl was in a coma, and they had buried the rest of the people in this, that, and the other. Well, there were two blonde girls who were part of who were in the accident, and so they thought that one of them, you know, had lived because one of them did survive. Yeah. And so, as it turns out, like, of this one, I believe her name was Whitney, uh, this one who was there, she, uh, um, basically what ended, up, what ended up happening there, Doves, was she was in a coma, all mm-hmm. right? All the family comes around, gathers around, they're so happy, they're so excited that she's alive. She had a lot of facial fractures, this, that, and the other, but otherwise, you know, she's alive, they're hoping she comes out of the coma. She made it. Well, the boyfriend comes over and says, eh, something's off. Something seems wrong. Something seems, you know, something seems a little off about her. So as it turns out, she comes out of the coma, and they start bringing her her favorite things, and she doesn't recognize them. And so they're wondering, is this Alzheimer's? I mean, well, you know, not Alzheimer's, but amnesia. 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 You know, what's going on here? As it turns out, they t- it was the wrong girl. <laughs> So she must have been messed up more than. Well, no, these girls looked really, I mean, remarkably similar anyway. Okay. And so with enough of the, you know, facial fractures, this, that, and the other, it was understandable. So the other one, basically what ends up happening, one family thinks that their daughter's alive. Yes. Turns out she's not. She's dead. She's buried. As someone else. Exactly. (laughs) And then another family who thinks their daughter has died. Come to find out, oh, she's alive. Imagine what that family was thinking the whole time. I wish it was that other girl. And they got their wish. It was, it's real, and the, and the coroner is so, like, distraught. He's like, I've <laughs> yeah, ne- you've to- totally screwed up at that point. I've never seen anything like it. You know, the one family came in to identify, too. I mean, it wasn't this guy's fault. No. Everybody had identified, and they were like, okay, well, this is it. But the girl wakes up, and they say, what's your name? And she says her name. They're like, what? No, 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 your name is so-and-so. No, it's not. 
And then the boyfriend's there. No, you're not my boy. What's going on here? That isn't my dog. <sighs> the emotions you have to be feeling when you find out that... Uh... First of all, you're a family there, and you're thinking, she's awake. She, you know, First of all, she survived. She's awake now. Oh, my God, this is great. Oh. This isn't my daughter. I wasn't with my real daughter when she was buried. Exactly. I mean, do you... I'm think? sure they were there at the uh, funeral, but they they weren't there as family. Oh God! I hope the other family didn't spend too much because we got to pay them back now. <laughs> do we? Do you then exhume the body and then rebury? That no, would be that would be headstone. The, that would be the biggest dick move move if the uh, if the other family made them pay them for that uh, funeral. <laughs> I would. You, you're so happy that I'd your daughter's like... live. You say screw it. That money, I'll uh, donate that to you for all your heartache of you thinking your daughter's alive this whole time. No, you go, hey, I know you thought your daughter was alive, but she's not, so could you pay me for the uh, money when I buried your daughter since mine's alive? Ha, 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 ha. No way this is real anyway. This is a soap opera I saw once. You know, it's so funny. You're right, though. It's straight out of daytime TV. This is a time where Sarah Michelle Gellar, Kendall, on All My Children, (laughs) killed herself off. She played Erica Kane's daughter, better yeah. known as Susan Lucci. So, I, I hate your TV knowledge. Somehow Marlena is alive again. Oh, we don't need the family ties. It's not even close to being family ties. But it's so good. Actually, it is. Those ties are severed now. All right, fair enough. But re- I just thought that was a, an interesting story to share with you. And you know, much like as soon as I saw that autistic kid who had mm-hmm. all those three-pointers, and I know that that's going to be a movie... This is a movie. This is, at the very least, a Lifetime. Yeah, a definitely. Lifetime is going to crank this out, I say, before the end of the year. Meredith Baxter Bernie is going to be the mom. Damn it. I didn't even think of that. You know? <laughs> that tie-in. Family tie. Michael Gross will be the distraught father. Stop. Of the girl he thought they was They may dead. as well. Let me just get Tina Yothers back in there. If you ever go to Michigan, and anybody from Michigan knows that... Brian Bonzo's the boyfriend. Everybody there looks the same. The face is the only way to uh, kind of distinguish one person from the other there. So that's the story. There's Randy in the 321. What's up, Randy? Hey, how you doing, guys? Great show, great show. Thank you, buddy. Matt's doing great, too. Oh, okay. Hey, I, I was going to say just one thing. Tell him that I'm, I'm not paying for another girl's funeral. you got to give me the money back. I I'm think sorry. you got to work some sort of thing out. Come on, your your daughter's alive. You are you were given that gift, and they were taking something away where they were there paying the doctor's bills this whole time, trying to get this thing going. There's a lot. You're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that too, well, Randy. They don't have to finish They're paying not her paying college. Anything. There's a lot of financial stuff you got to work out there. I didn't even think. I about. say you call the wash. You no. Know. No, you make them pay for the funeral and they pay for the medical bills because they don't have to finish paying for college. I'll tell you what, though. The grandkids. Saving money. The one yeah. family's not going to care. They're going to be so elated that the daughter's all right. Exactly. No, I would care. All right, here's Napier. Where's Chunks? Napier, you're uh, in the hideout right now. You guys just about done? You have four yeah, more minutes. I've got all my stuff here. You're, almost, are, you're already done almost shopping for three days of uh, hurricane yep. preparedness? Yes, I am. Hold on a second. Mookie Blaylock has an idea of what you should get. Go ahead, Mookie. Hey, t- tell Beetlejuice to get some duct tape for his broken heart while he's there. All right. <laughs> That's a good point, Napier. I know you have Mo. a... Mo. Duct tape. I, I should have thought of that earlier. I know you have a broken heart, you big sissy, over a girl who never even really liked you. Then you can use it to tuck later. All right. Good luck, Napier. 
All right. You have until 8 o'clock. We want you guys to call back in the next four minutes. We're going to break, see what you guys got in your baskets, see who loses and has to do the gluttony punishment at the Mako 666 party coming up uh, the Hideout Live broadcast on Tuesday. All right. All right, beat it. Where's Trunks? I don't know. Oh, that's true. I guess they're on the other side of the Super Bowl Mart. I would take a break and come back. What would you do, though? Like, imagine if you were that boyfriend where you had the suspicion the whole time that's not your girl, you know? Tell her that's the only part of the amnesia that's correct. Do you see if you can work an angle? Oh, yeah, you definitely bang her. You try to bang her. Just work an angle of, hey. I thought. Well, he he has been the whole time she's been in the coma, right? (laughs) I'm sure. It is Michigan. Alone time with the nuge blaring in the background. Throwing some hot water on her and going to work. American badass Kid Rock. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, I have a combo uh, radio TV battery powered. Um, I have two bottles of uh, Germex hand sanitizer. I have two rolls of duct tape, um, can of Axe, um, two um, propane-powered lan- lanterns with bottles of propane, a uh, bunch of bottles of water, um, four packs of batteries, Candles. I have a tarp. I have um, like nine uh, cans of uh, food. Uh, batteries. Um, cooler. And that looks like all. All right, that in 17 minutes. I'll tell you this. And you got done early too, so you actually Wait, I also have in... flashlights and mouthwash. All right, flashlights and, and mouthwash. Mouth... And a baseball bat. A baseball. Why the baseball bat? In case the people get crazy. All right. So I got to say, Napier did a very, very good job. I'd assume. What do you think? I think definitely. Boys, I mean, I really like the um, battery-operated radio television. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how he got some Axe body spray so he wouldn't stink. Yeah, keep himself nice and... uh... Hand sanitizer. Um, battery did decent. A tarp was a good thing to roll with too. Cooler, even the baseball bat. I didn't hear a lot of food. You just say you got like nine cans of food. Yeah, I got nine cans, and I'm also looking at a uh, portable fan. I got because the AC will be out. All right, so a fan. Although if the electricity's out, uh, portable. I don't know where you can plug it in. Is it battery, battery operated? Powered. Okay, it's battery operated. Nice. It didn't sound like you got a lot of food though. Which worries me a tad bit. Yeah, you're lacking on the food area, but... I don't... Uh, nine cans of, like, family-sized soup. All right. I mean, soup. that could get you through three I days. I suppose. All right, now, all right, hold on, Napier. Let's go to Chunks, all right? I want people to call in, too. Yeah, see uh, who did better. All right. Because we're a little ignorant in the in the hurricane area. All right, yeah, it's true. I mean, we got four transplants who've only been through one season. Uh, Chunks. Yeah. All right, Chunks. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's already sounded dejected. Yeah. All right, Chunks, tell us what you got, buddy. I um, I think I'm going to lose this one. I mean, I thought about the TV thing, so I got that. I Great got, start uh, to the list. I got the uh, toothpaste. Toothpaste. Um, I got a tool set. You should already have toothpaste in your house to last you for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, man. Uh, I did get the soup, but I only got five cans, and I got uh, different... Chef Boyardee's. I got about five more cans of those. Okay. I know you guys are like a big fan of the uh, zebra cake thingies. Oh. So I got stuff that you and and Tommy and all of them would like. I Comfort got, foods. All the way at the bottom. Hold on. I got the zebra cakes. 
Ho-Ho's, I know there's a Hershey bar in there because, you know, it's Tommy. Because you like the Hershey Highway. Uh, I got uh, toilet paper, mm-hmm. uh, paper towels, uh, plastic cups, uh, pl- paper plates, uh, plastic silverware, just because you probably won't be able to wash it. I got Hefe, I got him Gatorade. <laughs> Why are you like getting that? stuff all over people? This is for you to make it through. Yeah, this is like what well, you... Well, we can all drink it, and uh, I got water... Batteries, flashlight, Ziploc bags. Uh, for some reason, I got this thing of shampoo, and I know that um, I, even though the last hurricane didn't hurt that much, there was a lot of bugs, so I got, like, the off-repellent crap. Oh, nice. And let me see if there's anything else hiding there at the bottom. Did you get any water? Yeah, I did. All right. Oh, that's and, right, you did. And batteries. I also got, I got D and triple and double A. And that looks like about it. Oh, pickles. Charlie pickles. And I was contemplating getting a video game, but figured that wouldn't. <laughs> no Game Boy? I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of got frustrated as I got this stuff, and I didn't know what to do, and I, and I started playing video games. I, I don't think either one of them went near the $666. No, they're, they're both well under. All right. Now here, let me talk to. All right, call, start calling in now, and telling us who you think did the best. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Remember, whoever did worst will have to do the gluttony stunt out at Mako's this Tuesday six 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 party. But truly, don't even vote on that. Who do you think is more prepared? As far as hurricane uh, preparedness goes. Yeah, definitely vote straight up, but uh, that's what's at stake here. All right, neither one of you two got a generator. I got both of you on the phone now. No generator for either one of you? I figured that'd be expensive, so I didn't even want to look, but I got the candles. Are, are you did get candles? Yeah, I got the main stay home sweet cherries. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you wanted to smell good. Nate Beer, what'd you get? You didn't get a generator? Well, I had one, but it wouldn't fit in the cart, so... I didn't really want to lug it around while I was trying to get all the other stuff. I see. Here's the problem. Generator for either one of you would have put you over the top. Mm -hmm. Generator would have been the key. But neither one of you guys got a generator. You know what I would have got at least? One of those converters for my car where I could just walk out to my car, turn on the key, and uh, at least charge up my cell phone or something from it. I've got one of those. I have one of those at home. Uh, Well, that's not good enough. This is stuff that you would go out and you would buy as if you were a layman. All right. All right, boys, I'm going to clear the phones. Right. You guys go ahead and head on back, right. and we're going to tally it up, all right? All right, good, it. good job, though, I think, for both of you. Yeah, both of you guys are thinkers. I think the two I'm, of them... I'm still disappointed none of them got sushi. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the sushi, the chunky monkey, mm-hmm. the almost uh, raw, or the almost no-good steaks. Yeah, the, the, the reduced-price steaks, which I always get over at the... Uh, the grocery stores. It's right there. Buy one, get one. All right, Matt, you can just put up names. You can just put up names, and I'll go through who won, so it's easier for you. I know the phones are jam-packed. All right, we'll start it off with Chris in the 386. Who won there, Chris? Uh, you need to break the new intern in right. I think Chunks won it. <laughs> All right, Chunks, get uh, one vote. All right, there's Chunks. Let's move it over to KC. KC, who do you think won? Chunks absolutely won because bugs are horrible and you definitely need that off spray. All that right. rules. Okay, right, that, that was a uh, that was a big uh, score for Chunks on the off. Let's go to Wookie X here in the hideout. What's up, dude? Who won, Napier or Chunks in Hurricane Preparedness? <laughs> I would say it's uh, Chunks, man, with the off spray and the comfort food. Wow, the Chunks. Uh, 
It's going over big time here. Here's the thing. I think Chunk's got more food. Mm-hmm. I mean, here with Napier, you're living off nine days of, you know, three soup. days of... Cold soup. Right. Yeah, you're sitting there but like Don McNabb. But Chunk's got, and not even like warmed up, but Chunk's got, you know... Zebra cakes. Zebra cakes, some candies, some Chef Boyardee. A little, a little uh, spice in his life. A little extra there. Listening. No, not here. Oh. C-Lane, what do you got? Hey, uh, I was kind of disappointed neither of them got any beer. Yeah, that is true. They didn't even go for... Because you need something. I mean, I, you can find some ice, something to keep the beer cold, but... Yeah, I mean... And, I hit the liquor store before a hurricane. That, that's a, like a rule. Man. All right, Zapier, I'll get, uh, so you're not here tonight, uh, C-Lane, so I'll give you a vote as our uh, unpaid producer. Who are you rolling with, Napier Chunks. or Chunks? Chunks. Oh, wow. I really thought Napier had a good list mm-hmm. of stuff. All right, we'll continue your calls. Mike, who you got? Chunks or Napier on this one? Chunks. He got the zebra cakes, of course. Poor kid. Here's the thing about Napier. He got some good stuff. He got, you know, body spray. He got a tarp. Um, you know, he could he just use one of his shirts. Flashlights. Uh, you know, he, got, he got the basics. Yeah, he got the essentials. I will just take a couple more calls, but it doesn't really look good for Napier. Cameron, what do you got? I'm going with Chunks. All right, there's another one. Right now, it's 6 nothing Chunks. Yeah. Well, I'm voting Napier. Johnny. Yeah, Chunks is the most improved hurricane retriever in the city. He wins, man. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Pete. Pete, really quickly. Only uh, the last four calls on the board. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, I think they both lost. None of them picked up the beer and ice and the cooler. See, that? I think that's a big one. So I'll go that as a no vote. Because you really, really get bored. When you are stuck in your place with no entertainment at all, you need a drink. You do need a little beer. John, quick vote. Hey, I was going to go with Chunks, but since he didn't buy the video game, i got to go with Napier. Yeah, he should have picked up a Game Boy. <laughs> Mims? I'm doing a B&E to get beer, so I'm voting for, uh, for Napier. All right, Napier there for Mims. Darkness? Chunks. Chunks on that one. These last two calls. Brett, go ahead, Brett. I got to go with Chunks. Jesus. Brett sounds like he's in a hurricane. And Jason. Jason, your vote goes to Napier or Chunks? Napier. All right, there's one for Napier. All right, boys, that'll do it. Wow. We'll go around the room. Tommy? Chunks, just because he picked out all my favorite foods. Matt? Chunks. Dubs? Napier. (sighs) Zebra cakes. I'm going chunks. Jesus. I know I'm on Nap- Napier's on my team, but it doesn't cakes, seem like it right now. Zebra cakes, Chef Boy RD off. And he got the TV and the batteries. And he got scented candles. I think chunks wins. And I think you have spoken. The people. They definitely have. Chunks, uh, according to 12 to 4, more prepared for the hurricane than the hideout cage match. Than the, uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, the Napier was. All right, Napier. I know you're listening. Driving back now. You will be doing the gluttony stunt. I'm sorry, bro. I, I voted for you. I thought you did well. Uh, you will be doing the gluttony stunt at the Mako's Hideout Live broadcast party coming up this Tuesday. Steve in the three, uh, actually in the uh, eight sixty three. What's up? What's up, Steve? 
Uh, neither one of them won. They forgot the most important thing, no TP. No, Chunks did get toilet paper. He got toilet paper oh, and paper towels, so I'll even throw that down as a vote for Chunks. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the to- toilet paper, you got to figure, is super important. I have so many old shirts from radio stations. I'm really not worried about it. That's so true. This is what I think of you, El Zol. It's got to be the cue. Uh, Alright, well there it is. Here's the ticket. <clears throat> is there anything that you that they definitely missed out on? I think they did a really good job. I always heard that comfort food's a really big thing in times like that. So zebra cakes are important. Believe it or not, just for your like mental health. Mm-hmm. And ho-hos. A generator, I would figure, if you could, if you could afford one. You know, I think you would maybe want to roll with the... Uh, let's go ahead and take down the uh, scorpions. I love it. Can I put family ties on? No. <laughs> but is there anything else that you specifically would make sure you want? I I actually like the video game idea. I think having a nice Game Boy would be good for your mental health. You probably not so much, Tommy. You're not maybe into that. Maybe magazines or something? Yeah, magazines would be good. Or I don't book. know magazines that would interest you over a three-day span of boredom, though. I think you need a good book. <sighs> da Vinci <sighs> Code. <sighs> Big League Chew. Great movie. Big League Chew? Yeah. You know, you might get bored. You want to chew something. Dubs, anything you figure they left out? All right, now we're moving on to the doors. Yeah. Riders on the storm. The hack bit of, uh-oh, there's a storm brewing. I got you. Anything they left out for you? How about just a, I, I know they got the TV and the stereo and everything, but you, we have a big load of CDs. Everybody does. How about a CD player? Yeah. Like, just a Walkman CD player, where you can just sit there with the headphones on. Hey, are we going to have to do the thing of being here all night? If uh, we get hit, yeah. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't have a contract, no. Get the, uh, <laughs> we barely have one, trust me. Um, we, we can use HARS to keep us warm for about ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, that would actually be a lot of fun. You know the, her- the heretic would come up here and hang out. Even though they're not, I don't think we can encourage that. I know they're not supposed to, but you know, all of a sudden we'd have big hands, and of course not Hefe Zeppelin just knocking on the door. We made it. Here's some pizza. Oh, that'd be great. Who are we gonna punish? I take a break. Come back. Good job, boys. Sorry, Napier. You got the gluttony punishment. I hope they bring back some zebra cakes now. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Well, an hour two on a Thursday night in the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I think people were a little confused as to what's going on. All right. So really? Let, let me recap you real fast. We have $500 in cash to give to you from the new television show Saved mm-hmm. on TNT. We will give this away at the Mako's Live broadcast this Tuesday, the 666 Live broadcast. And the way you will win it is to confess... Your seven deadly sins. Yes. Uh, at least three of the seven. Whoever has the best confessions will win the $500, according to the panel of judges. We are giving you a prize pack from Saved. But in addition to that, we are giving you the slots. When you're a caller seven, you get a slot to be in the confessional. All right? So that's what the little sounder is. Mm-hmm. So play it right now. 
Call 7 right now. Right 407-916-1041 gets qualified to confess your sins at the Hideout 666 party this Tuesday for a chance to win $500. Brought to you by Save on TNT. Save. The new show about paramedics saving lives, including their own. Each qualifier will also receive a Save prize pack. You must attend the Hideout live broadcast this Tuesday, June 6th, in order to win the cash. Brought to you by Save on TNT and the Hideout. So call now to be a winner of the saved prize pack, and that gives you a guaranteed slot. Because once we get to Mako's and we say we have $500 in cash to give away, all you got to do is come up and confess your sins. We're going to have about, I say, a couple of hundred people rushing the stage. Mm -hmm. This guarantees you a slot, and you will automatically be able to participate in the game for the $500. So call now to be a winner of the prize pack and to get into the game Tuesday at Mako's. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Okay, Dubs, you had some audio? Uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, off of Discovery, and Discovery has a bad habit lately of trying to cure people of stuff that is really funny or try to make you feel bad about making fun of people like uh, their, uh, like the, the midget show they have on, and they have uh, this uh, stutterer on there. And they say he is one of the world's worst stutters out there. And they try to cure him. It is hilarious trying to hear him get through a sentence. But then they come up with an idea of how to get him through it. And uh, here's the the discovery All right. story. Just step better and just off us for he's had a positive. If he's not the world's worst stutterer, then 27-year-old Eric May comes close. Every new syllable could set off a stuttering spasm. Negative part. In my experience, he's one of the most severe stutterers I have ever seen. And I've been in stuttering for 20 years. Most of us use the left sides of our brains to process speech. But brain studies show stutterers like Eric often use the right side. And something is wrong with the wiring that coordinates their speech muscles. I've never heard anybody this bad. And I've been a fan of stuttering for a while. Uh, yeah, that's pretty intense. I don't know if you could even really replicate that no. if you tried to. No, I mean, he's he's really trying to get through something, and he can't stop it. They used to think it was a psychological problem, because it really looks like somebody's nervous, and that's where it comes from. But in the last 20 years, they've done a lot of research, and uh, it's turning out to be a physiological problem. I'm... Able to help. <laughs> there are uh, more male stutterers uh, than female stutterers. It runs in families. So, uh, could you imagine researchers... if you found a female stutterer? Uh, stutterer. Oh, it's it's contagious. Well, here's the thing. Why... Stutter and how great it would be. Why would they make the word for stuttering stuttering? It seems like a. Well, just because it seems easy. It would be something that would be tough to get through if you're a stutterer now consider it something you bring into the world with you. So let me ask you a few questions, okay? Uh, you said you wanted to be a professional basketball player. What teams have you played for, Eric? Well, my first year 
Um, I played in. Eric is now stuck oh in the letter M. He desperately tries to break the cycle. I have played in. My first year, I played in. Hold on. You notice how he said my? Okay. Mm hmm. He just can't, he knows what word he's trying to say there at the end. I really, I want to know if he's saying Minnesota. I mean, what does he say? It sounds like Memphis to me. There are uh, more male stutterers uh, than female stutterers. It runs in families. So uh, most researchers now consider it something you bring into the world with you. So let me ask you a few questions, okay? Uh, you said you wanted to be a professional basketball player. What teams have you played for, Eric? Well, my first year, um, I played in... Eric is now stuck on the letter He's getting M. revved up. Played in... Yeah, for some reason he can't turn over. Yeah, you can't, you can't drive a cold car. you got to get warm. You're right, he can't... He desperately the tries alternator? to break yeah. the cycle. I have played in... My first year, I played in... Come on, brother. This is now Eric's fourth attempt. I can't get it out right now. <laughs> Imagine that at a job interview. Oh. He's told me whenever he does. Alright, that, now I'm just sad for the guy. <laughs> I can't get through it right now. What he did, just gives up. What did he look like? Ah, uh, he was, uh, probably about six foot three, six foot four, black man, uh, short hair, um, normal. Just average looking bro? Yeah, very normal looking. Oh. Other than the, the stutter. How many people do you think he had to knock the hell out <laughs> for giving him crap? You know what I mean? I, you know, he were, seems nice. I mean, yeah, exactly. He, he's been beat down by this thing for so long since he was young. I'm sure he has never really gotten into a fight over it because he's got so low self-esteem because of it. He's my favorite. Though. Can we give him a job? Matt, you're out. I know you used to stutter and you cured it. Bad move. Mm -hmm. You need to get that back. Well, we're going to find out if uh, this guy finds a cure does go for a job interview, uh, they'll tell him he's very qualified because he's an excellent student and he's a what very What, does he want to be a telemarketer? Communicate. Eric, we're going to put this speech in your ear now. Eric's way with words is about to change. No! to a little device that plays Eric's voice back into an earpiece. Okay, now I'm going to just ask you to do some things for me. Do this. Uh, one. Uh, one. Uh, two. Uh, two. Uh, three. Uh, Eric hears his voice with a tiny delay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, one, two, three, It's also four, five, played back five, at a slightly different pitch. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The altered sound tricks his brain into thinking he's speaking along with other people. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's called the choral effect. Some of my clients have said it's like a little voice carrying your speech along and a little friend in there helping you. Using that, that same uh before each phrase. What is this, inner space now? Martin Short? Uh, and he's got, what is it, Dennis Quaid in there helping him? 
future plans for the shuttle include building a space station. Each time Eric makes a sound, his brain is sidetracked into processing his extra voice. Uh, Columbia, the first we use the stuttering cycle is interrupted before it gets started. Bastards. So they Bastards. fixed him. Yeah. So where did he play his first year? We never found out. Oh, the sons of bitches ruined it. Mm-hmm. It was gold. That guy had a future. You could always hide it from him. Yeah. <laughs> Just to steal it off of his ear. Mad, imagine he's banging a chick now, and then like it falls out during sex, and he doesn't realize it, and she starts like talk dirty to me, like I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I made that sound anyway. And they just pass out. It's a hideout on Radio 104.1. Oh, my God. Eric is now stuck on the letter M. He desperately tries to break the cycle. I have played him. My first year, I played in... This is now Eric's fourth attempt. I can't get it out right now. I feel bad for the cat. All right, so hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Lewis in the 407, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yep. I love your show. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, I wanted to say, I had a buddy of mine who used to stutter when he was younger, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I didn't really notice it as he got older, but when he was younger, he used to do it a lot more, and I think it, it, it's because of insecurities and something like emotional, something emotional, something bad that happened to them, like when they were, when he was a child, him or her, you know? Right, I, I think I, that's I, part of the reason. Yeah, I'd love to know what exactly. That's a very interesting point. Hey, I, I got one more thing. Uh-huh. Uh, as, you're, as you're playing that MMM, the, the stuttering, you need to play like uh, a little bit of that. What they do on Daytona 500, the gentleman starts your engine. <laughs> I I like you, Lewis. You're a thinker. We'll see if we Thanks, can put guys. that together. See you, buddy. You too. Matt, you used to stutter. Do you know why or what like happened to cause it? You have any idea? No, it would just click over anytime we would try to say what or take anything with a W or T. It would just totally my mind would stop. How frustrating was it? Oh. I, I couldn't do, uh, you know, current events because uh, every time I try to say who, 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 and it would, I couldn't say who or what or when. And, uh, say it five times fast. Uh, see? Are you, was, that re- was that real? Yeah. It, sometimes it, you know, comes back. Stop. All right, so why don't you see, uh, all right. Who, what, when, where, why, how? Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. Oh, but I noticed you had to, like, pause. So is this part of the reason why you're such an awful reader? Like, the game shows that you do, is that why they suck? Yeah. That's just lazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice when the guy was like, I play for... Which, by the way, we never found out where. He goes, oh, I can't do it right now. Yeah. Sounds very familiar. It's just not going to come out right now. I just now. can't say... Oh, by the way, congratulations to Ari Rack of Daytona Beach. Got qualified for the save prize pack. Won the save prize pack. Got qualified for the Seven Deadly Sin Confession to win $500 at the Mako's Hideout Live broadcast, the 666 party this Tuesday, June 6th of 2006. Dubs, you got something cracking over there? 
Yeah, hold on one second. All right, Dubs is putting something together. I've always what? wondered um, why it is that people stutter and what it is that happens, and and then just curing it too. You know, that kind of, mm-hmm. I guess that's positive for him. I'm pretty sure it's lower intelligence causes it. I don't think it has anything to do with intelligence. Matt Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> <laughs> Eric good. is now stuck on the letter M. Aww. Oh, he even did the play. Gentlemen, start your tries to break the cycle. <laughs> okay, that's great. That really was classic. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, really quickly, did you see that Anna Nicole Smith has confirmed her pregnancy? Oh, I'm sure the trim spot on her body is going to do that, by, uh, that baby good. It's so funny because you know that normal people... End up screwing up their kids. Oh, this kid's screwed. Can you only imagine what's going to happen with an Anna Nicole Smith baby? Well, I guarantee it's not going to have a roller coaster diet issue. It's not going. That's not going to be passed down. It will have a lifetime of the friends wanting to bang the mom. True. Mm. I mean, even though even though she isn't the the uh, top prize that she used to be, even when she was chunkier, I would have done it. Just to say, I had. All right, that's uh, Lewis said that sometimes you can be a stutterer. Stutter, a what? <laughs> stutterer. Oh, wait, hold on. Try that again. So we got to get Napier. Sometimes you can be a stutterer because of uh, something you're awful in your childhood. Mm-hmm. All right, what's one thing that maybe your parents did that scarred you for the rest of your life? <sighs> like you really look back and you think this is probably shouldn't have happened to me, and this is something that I can see, hey, this scarred me. Something Maybe your parents didn't even do, but something involving your parents that scarred you. Well, my dad being a big drinker, uh, probably me going to get him beers every time and uh, have to open them for him and everything. I was kind of like a little beer slave for him. Would you really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, they're, they're always down in the basement in the fridge down there. We had a big... Uh, a big bar fridge downstairs. That's where all the beer was, and I'd have to go down there. And I got so tired of it after a while, I remember walking upstairs, shaking him like hell, trying to get him to explode in his face, and he never did. It pissed me off. I never understood it. Some sort of a karma. What about you, Matt, Tommy? Anything that maybe your happened with your parents that scarred you for life? Because you know Anna Nicole's going to scar this kid. They should have taken me out of Little League when they realized I couldn't hit. And uh, the teammates would get mad at me every time I struck out. And then I'd punch the dugout. <laughs> All right, K-Mike has one that maybe relates to you, Matt. Uh, the awful thing about your childhood is probably a mirror. I hope he dies <laughs> in a fiery car crash. I love him. With a friend that <laughs> dies and then he gets buried. Fiery. What? All right, here's one. Now, this isn't necessarily anything my mom did on purpose, mm-hmm. but I remember, you know, she's single mom, whatever. Saturday night, her Dallas cop boyfriend was over. God. And I go out of my room to get a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Well, there on the couch, and oh God, let's just say the cop is getting the stinky pinky. Oh God. I remember my mom brought home a guy, 
uh, and she didn't want us to know anything was going on. So she said if the, she was, he was the furnace man over to fix the furnace. And we're like, what furnace? Even at 12 years old, we're like, what furnace man stays overnight, Ma? <laughs> Actually, I heard SVK tell a story about that. He said he was dating this girl who had a kid. And she told the kid that he was the the car repair guy. Ugh. And that one time, like at midnight, he went out to get something to eat, and the kid stuck his head out. And he was just like, hey, what's going on? And then he's like, Mr. Kevin, the car's in the garage. It's not in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right, I'm willing to give a prize out. 407-916-1041, And we got some great prizes here, too. A lot of concert tickets. Um, we got, uh, DVDs, we got some gift cards to Sonny's, uh, Real Pit Barbecue. Here's what I'd like to do. 407-916-1041, Just real fast, give us one of these stories like we've just shared with you. How you're scarred How from you, your parents. Just anything your parents either did and or anything that you accidentally witnessed with your parents. Can I win? Because I know I'll have every single caller beat. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Next, here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, so Hideout, is this a joke? It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What? Chunks asked me, what do you want? And he was coming back, I said, How, a grilled chicken sandwich would be nice. He goes to Chick-fil-A, I open this up. It's two slices of bread with... I don't know what this is in the middle of it. What? Are, are you, Where'd you get it from? Are you running Chick Fil A? Are you running a bit? <laughs> what? That's what they gave. Dude, there was a very actually, of course, when I go out there, there's a always a long, drawn out story to these things. But there was a traveler in front of me, and I guess he would ordered coffee. He's like, I need coffee. What is this? Well, that's the thing. So I said, Hey, can I get a grilled chicken sandwich? And she's like, Yeah, fine. And I'm like, Oh, all right. So I get the grilled chicken sandwich. I asked her for it. I was like, all right. She hands it. I was like, this is a grilled chicken sandwich. Cause she looks spazzed out. I was like, she goes, yeah. And then goes and starts. The guy keeps yelling because he wants his coffee at this chick. So I'm like, right, I better get out of here. Dude, it's literally two slices of bread with some really foreign substance in the middle of it. I think it's tuna. <laughs> it could be vomit. Take a bite. Wait, Chick-fil-A gave you a tuna sandwich instead of a grilled chicken? so, man. You want me here? I mean, that's... I, I, I don't buy it. I don't I buy don't it. Believe. These boys are bitten. No. You're bitten. I see you smiling there. I, I, ho- I Hold on. You get to the bottom of that. We're going to take these calls. No. Well, I also have something very similar to that. I got a Slurpee, mm-hmm. but no Slurpee straw. It's not even close. I asked for a grilled chicken sandwich. It's very similar. I can't eat, eat it. Well, go take it back. All right. Or get Sid Napier. A, give me a Slurpee straw. Oh, my God. All right, let's take these phone calls. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get... No, I, I agree. Don't I, show it to Dubs. I don't no, even I, know they I have this type of bread. They don't. they don't. No place has wheat bread, and they slap some tuna in the middle. It's not, Let me see that thing. It's not tuna. Whatever I, it is. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. What the hell is that? I, it looks like vomit to me. Mm. That can't be... Oh! Did you touch it? No. Touch it. No, I'm not touching it. Touch it. You want me to take a little bite? Not out of the bread so we can return it? Yeah. Like, just, to, just, yeah, take a little finger full of that uh, stuff. Lick it. What is that? Ew! <coughs> it's, it's, oh, it's tuna, but it's like old 
It's a, that is an it's old tuna. that is an old tuna sandwich. Someone gave you that out of their lunch that got packed to him by the retarded mom. Dude, this could be contaminated, and I just licked it. <laughs> That's your dumbass fault. All right, let's play the game here. 407-916-1041, Definitely go back up there and get an explanation from him, though. Yeah. Uh, and stop by Wendy's and get me a burger. Let's go to Scotty in the 407. All right, Dubs, these are calls. Uh, Nana, Anna Nicole Smith, pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the best way your parents scarred you. If you, uh, If we like it. You win. All right, Scotty in the 407, what do you got? All right, now, it's it's kind of bad. I, I kind of wish that I'd have been a later caller, because I know you're going to hear something later. It might not be as effed up, but it's going to be pretty effed up, and uh, and I just don't know that I'm going to win. But All right, I'll go, go for, it. for it anyways, okay? Mm-hmm. So, as a child, I guess uh, I wasn't the best at bathing, you know? Uh, Mom would put us in the bath or whatever, and we wouldn't wash our hair, nope. use soap, or all that, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh... So when I was about three and four years old, she just, you know, to get us ready for, for daycare and all that, throw us into the into the shower with my dad in the morning, just to make sure I guess that with we got your all, dad? Our, all our all our pieces cleaned. Right. And oh. he would, uh, you know, show us how to clean our pieces. But I mean, he wouldn't like touch us. <laughs> he wouldn't like touch us or anything. He'd just be like, all right, yeah, just, you know, get up here, get you know, show us the armpit soap, and then you know, a little down south and all that. He, he, but, uh, he they meant well. But you, you are, yeah, 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 I meant well. Yeah, I'm sure he meant well. But, but uh, you, I mean, you're at that. Like being a kid and seeing, yeah. you know, dad's twig and berries all lathered up. I level. I level. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You're yeah. three feet tall at that point, and you're just looking and seeing a big worm. Uh, you know that's what? Right. You're a you winner. Know, I got the penis issues because, you know, back then, you know, a penis is like the size of a pinky. Right. I mean, like, you know. An that guy, that's good enough. Scotty, you won. <laughs> now, I'll give say, him a prize. Yeah, give Scotty a prize. That is definitely scarring. Um, I will say that I, like a couple of times, not all the time, when I was very young, would uh, would have to shower with my dad. I never showered with my dad. It happened like maybe twice. I can't get into it. But it wasn't anything, it was literally... I, I would have felt odd back then. I, he's like, no, when you're that young, you're not thinking, I mean... You're not thinking sex, and it, you, it doesn't even enter your mind. Still, w- with the comparison issues, when you're looking at yourself, you're looking at your father. We just think that's what I'm going to grow into. No. Which, by the way, no. well, kind of sucks as my dad, I remember. First of all, well, I shouldn't be saying this. He's well endowed. Mm-hmm. Skip the generation. I'm still waiting for it to grow. Let's go to... It's like Teen Wolf. That was Scotty. Let's go to Scott in the 407. What you got, Scott? Uh, preface it by my parents got divorced in the late 80s because my father developed a mental disorder and refused to take medication from it because after the 60s, he got afraid of all pills. Oh. Yeah. So they get divorced. My mother and I moved to another house. Less than six months after the divorce, Dad tries to stop by and say, Hey, I realize I have some major problems. I'm going to go check into, you know, a mental place and hopefully get fixed. Mm-hmm. But there was also his slight history of violence of when he was crazy, something bad could happen. Mm-hmm. Mom said, no way, not going to see us, not going to see the kid. You just leave. Well, he didn't leave. So we barricaded ourselves in a room, <laughs> and uh, she ended up going out to kind of go investigate, and uh, he ended up coming through our screen porch 
with a Halligan tool, which is like a giant crowbar that yeah. fire departments use to pry off car doors, and he went through the plate glass window. <laughs> All right, you know what? What you, kind of white trash yeah. afternoon is that? Sorry, Scott, you are a winner. I apologize for the story, but you are a winner. Hold yeah, on, buddy. At least you get something out of the deal. It's hard to say no to these people. Dad attacks a family with a crowbar? <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's go to uh, Jilly in the 407. What's up, sweetie? Hey, how are you guys doing? What you got? All right. I was about five years old, and I was absolutely terrified to sleep in my room at night alone because I was afraid of the dark. So I used to sleep on the floor in my parents' room, and I heard a noise one night, and it woke me up, and I was really scared. So I look over at my dad, and I, I can't find my mom. So I, you know, look at my dad, and I was like, where's mom? And I heard from under the covers, very muffled, I'm down here. And to this day, I still think about it and get the creeps. All right, so essentially, and let me see if I got this correct, your mom, while you were sleeping in the same room with your parents, in the same bed, your mom was giving yeah. your dad oral treats? Yes, and when I asked where, you know, my mom was, she very muffled from under the bed said, I'm down here. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. All right, explains a lot, Jilly, and you're a winner. Hold on, sweetie. I'd like to reenact that with you, too, if mm-hmm. that's possible. Got a brand new bag. <laughs> yeah. He had a bag. <laughs> so I, I would, it's going somewhere. Uh, I'd love to add to that. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, come back. We'll continue to take your phone calls on this. I'll let Matt Albert get caught up and clear the board. Movie Mike, Joe, Matt, all. Uh, we get your stories next, and we'll get to Tommy's. That's next in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Hour three, it's Thursday night with the Hideout Road Radio 104.0. Get to the Chunks Fat Man Diary. A lot still going on. The mystery. We'll uh, also do the. Let's run through these phone calls, and I'm going to get to Tommy's story about how your parents scarred you. All going back to the fact that Anna Nicole Smith's having a kid, and you know it's not going to come out okay. No. All right, we'll run through Matt, Joe, and Movie Mike, and then we'll uh, get Tommy's story, and then maybe squeeze in the Chunks Fat Man Diary here too. Matt in the 321, what you got, buddy? Hey, my story is uh, something that everyone, or a lot of people have probably been through and has scarred their life. Uh, basically, I was 12 years old, and uh, it was about 2 in the morning. I was just uh, coming back up uh, up the stairs from getting something to drink or something like that. I see that my parents' door is slightly open, and I can see that the TV's on. You know, something in my, uh, my father's watching ESPN or something. I go over there, open the door, and uh, to my amazement, uh, I find my father had bent my mom over the bed and was just banging the hell out of us. Jesus and, Christ. And uh, so, the, so, I, so I just stand there, I'm like, and I say, well, that's just great. And they, they heard that, hid under the covers, and I, like, ran. Uh. The, next morning, the next morning, I go downstairs for school, and I'm like, you know, like I said, I'm 12 years old. My stepmother asked me, so uh, was that you last night uh, that came in our room? And I knew at that point that was my only chance. And I said, no, it was my 10-year-old brother. It was my, I said it was my younger brother. And from then on, she always thought it was my younger brother. All right, so you were able to actually escape out of it. I couldn't even imagine. You got off, oh, though, so. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you a prize for that. Yeah, you got to wear what they for putting it on your brother. Oh, that is a stepmom. Ah. You know, stepmom not quite as scarring. Although I do remember coming home one night when I was in college, uh, Spending the summer with my dad, and then hearing my stepmother moan my dad's name. Yeah, I'd come back late from a party, and I'm like, "Oh boy, that's wrong." 
I remember. Uh, I mean, like the loudest moans and screams I've ever heard. I remember I was over at Bike Curious BJ's place, and uh, we were just sitting downstairs watching TV. It's like 3 a.m. His parents have been in bed for four or five hours now, and we just hear out of nowhere, Bob, Bob. <laughs> Thirty seconds of good hard loving, <laughs> and then it's done. And then done. It's fine out. Road Radio one hundred four point one. Joe in the three eighty six. What's up, Joe? Hey, how's it going? Go ahead, dude. Hey, uh, the uh, when I was eighteen, my parents divorced. My mom remarried right before I turned twenty. I came home and their cars were parked in the garage. I didn't know that they were home. I walk in and there's my stepdad. I got my mom's uh, knees pinned to her ears, and he's going at it. <laughs> That's not the worst of it. The buck. Uh, you know, sometimes you're uh, with the second marriage, you're, you you get liberated sexually. You mm-hmm. uh, oh, husband no. and wife. Do. I, be careful what you're going to say. But go ahead. Uh, I, I won't say anything too terrible. Uh, my mom comes to me, or actually called me at work a few days later, and she'd never watched a porno before. She knew I had a collection in my room. <laughs> and she she asked me where they were. Her and my stepdad wanted to watch one. Uh, so, she, uh, so she goes in, and she picks the movie. I come home that day, and I ask her, Mom, what movie did you watch? And she, and what, this is the most scarring thing anyone can see. She picked Backdoor Brides. <laughs> <laughs> you're a winner. Joe, you're a winner. That is the story of all stories. Hold on. I uh, We had a, 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 uh, like a video, like a recorder, and... Um, we had all these. Dis- oh my god! Hold on a second. I just got. I gotta sit on Joe's story for a second and just <laughs> soak it all in. That was insanity. <laughs> well, it's insane that he would ask his mom which one they watched. Whatever. Though. That's a whole messed up thing going on there. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, we had all like all these tapes from like family movies and uh, just different videos we would tape off HBO and different kinds of stuff like that. So uh, again, bike your speeches over at my place. We uh, find a tape unlabeled, so we're like, yeah, well, we'll we'll find out what's on this one. It's Joe walking around with a camera. (laughs) I can tell he doesn't have a shirt on. I don't see the lower region. And then I just see him go, well, let's see what's in here. Opens up the bathroom door. And my mom must have been able to hear it in the bedroom. Ran out like Carl Lewis. And press stop and eject and grab the tape and ran back in her room. <laughs> so your mom knew you were about... We're about to see something real bad. And from then on out, I tried to find that thing like it was a holy grail. Why? Because I needed to find out what was in that bathroom. I knew what was in there. I needed to uh, know. Uh, what did you think was in there? Her naked on the toilet. I knew it. Ready to get rolled. <laughs> ready to get rolled. What's wrong with you? And you have you and BJ just on a quest, the crusade. We couldn't stop laughing. Hours. How embarrassed was she? I, she wouldn't come out of the bedroom forever. Like it was like a five hour. Let's call her and life. ask her about it. <laughs> no. Let's call her and ask her what was on that tape. Okay. Do you guys still have my number back there? Uh, really? Yeah, we'll call her. All right, let's go to Movie Mike real fast in the four hundred seven. What's up, Movie Mike? What's going on? I know mine doesn't compare to those, but uh, it involves me in the shower with my dad. I was about three, and he'd throw me up, and like I throw up in his mouth, and then he throws up in my mouth. And we're just. For what? Oh, I think I had to dump that. Yeah, that was. Odd and wrong. I don't know what it was, but I just went ahead and dumped it. It seemed odd, movie Mike. I almost feel like you should know better. 
888 You guys trying to get a hold of uh, the mom over there? I don't see anybody picking up furiously. Dialing. There they go. And don't forget, uh, Joe on line four is a winner. Oh, boy. <laughs> that should be nice and uncomfortable. Do you think your mom's going to tell you what was on that tape? I doubt it. I don't even know if she remembers. She has to. To freak out like that. And BJ, hey, I mean, if we want to call BJ. What we do we can... call her again? Uh, just Mama Dubs. All right. Let's go to uh, Bob in the 804. What's up, Bob? Hey, um, you guys are killing me tonight. Hey, uh, I can remember back uh, coming home from school kind of early one day, and uh, my piece of crap stepdad was in my mom's room, and I could just hear him. He was just saying over and over again, let me eat that cookie. Let me <laughs> eat that, let me co- eat that cookie. Oh, the cookie. My mom just going, yeah, but he was saying the, you know. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. My mom's going, my mom's going, let me wash it off for <laughs> You're a winner. Oh, my God. You're a winner. Hold on, dude. You animal, hold on. <laughs> what are these parents doing? <laughs> What a disgusting generation. It really is. They they don't care. Let me wash it off for you. Let me eat that cookie. (laughs) Uh, uh, Is this Mama Dubs? All right, Dubs. You ready? All right. Hey there, Mama Dubs. How are you? Okay. Hey, Mom. How are you? Hi. Hi. Dubs just told a story. Yeah, we're we're, we're doing a a little topic here of uh, what you remember from your childhood that kind of scarred you. And I remember this story. Um, me and BJ were over at uh, our place. Uh, this is when you uh, were in the uh, in the room right next to the uh, to the uh, living room, you, uh, your bedroom was. And uh, we found a blank tape. So we popped it in to the, uh, to the uh, VCR, and we were watching... And it was Mullet Joe, your ex-boyfriend, walking around the video cam- camera. And then he goes to walk into the bathroom, and he says, let's find out what's in here. And you ran out of the bedroom, pressed stop on the VCR, and ejected it and took it. And we never got to find out what was in the bathroom. What do was... you remember that tape? Do you remember that? On the to- I was probably on the toilet. <laughs> do, you... do you remember that happening? No. You don't remember uh, Dubs and BJ there po- just popping in random videotapes? Oh, we you- always used to do that. And you just running in there and saying, no, We've- not this one? I, rem- no, I don't remember. I remember we found uh, Zane's World before. That was a porno. Uh, um, oh, I know Zane Z- and Girth. Yeah, I know Zane. <laughs> uh, so, I, so, But everything actually worked out okay. So you're just assuming that you were on the toilet and Mullet Joe was going to film that? Yeah, I think so. What was he into? Was he into the, the uh All right. I feel that way? I don't feel like that's <laughs> I, don't okay. I don't feel that's appropriate. How are you? How's Michigan now? Is everything going well now that it's uh summertime? We're getting there? The weather's great, that's about it. Alright, well very cool. Well we appreciate you coming in. Dubs really had to know what was on that. Yeah, I I've always wondered what was on the tape. So Alright, her dropping a load, Dubs. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Dubs. Have a good right. evening. See you, sweetie. Alright, see ya. I don't buy it. Not for one second. Dude, she's in there and she was nude. She was about to get rocked. Let me wash it off first. <laughs> oh, my mom doesn't care about that. I, I, did you guys go back and see what the hell was going on? 
You're bitten. You're bitten. <laughs> Is it another one of those? Yes, it's the same freaking thing. It's the same freaking thing. Dude, I told you to check it this time. What is this? You animals. I hate... You're eating it. I didn't even... Do, I told him to check it. I didn't even go out. It's the what same the hell? sandwich. Dude, you didn't check it? You're j joking, right? Seriously. It, Where's the other one? It's the exact same you sandwich. You have another one, right? With the same tuna that is in the middle of it. You didn't this, need to check it? This is not... Does a, anybody know it? told me it was the right sandwich. Here's, no, that's not a grilled chicken. Here's what's that's going what on. I said. This <laughs> it's in a Chick-fil-A like little pouch mm -hmm. inside a bag inside another bag. What is going on? They probably gave me back the same uh, Come sandwich. Here. You're eating it. You're eating it. I don't like tuna. <laughs> Too bad. You're eating it. I'm not even sure it's tuna, man. I don't care what is it, it is. Is it the same? Did he give you the same one? It's is the my exact in same it? thing. It. Yes, it's the exact same thing. Oh, my God. The real one in the back. So you didn't even go back or what? Not the real one in the back. I was just messing with you. <laughs> then you're eating it. <laughs> you told me to do this, Chunks. <laughs> chunks, you're splitting What? It. All right, hold on a second. You just me under the bus. You're I'll eat it. I'll eat it for the hell. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just, just threw it at him. him. Oh, Christ. This is nasty, though. Where did you get that sandwich from? What is that? What were you guys doing? Oh, Christ, I think it is chicken. It's Ooh. like, it tastes like chicken, chicken salad. It tastes like chicken salad, but it tastes like it has cinnamon in it. Where did you get the sandwich from? Chick-fil-A. You're Are you lying. kidding me? I swear to God, I'm not kidding you at all. I got this from Chick-fil-A. And then he took it back, and what happened? I don't know what, <laughs> what the hell was, he's talking what about. What would pop in your head saying, I want to order one of those, too? What it's is disgusting? Dude, I don't know if anyone wants to try. I didn't directly eat it, but it tastes like maybe chicken salad with cinnamon in it. I don't know what the hell is going on with you two, but you better cut it out. <laughs> Quit it. Do I really gotta eat this thing? <laughs> yes. Your idea, your food. It's not my idea. It's your bit. Oh, at least the bread's toasted. Oh. Right, Take a bite out of your bit. And share it with your uh, fellow classmate Napier, <laughs> who's gonna have to do a punishment anyway at the hide at the hideout Mako six 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 live broadcast. Uh, since it is gluttony, maybe we get him a stack of those sandwiches. If we figure out what the substance in the middle is, maybe we got like a doctor. It's a little bit of Napier. It's like a CSI crime it guy that can analyze it. It stinks. Here, here are tomatoes to put on it too. I don't like tomatoes. You should know that already. Put that on there. Oh, I got some on my thumb. I need a napkin. Oh, I know. I did, too. It's like I gave digits. Right. Ooh, you're right. And Nicole. I will right, we'll take a break. Come back. Hey, we'll come back with our guest. Special guest next on the hideout, J-Dubs. Ooh. Who? What is it? Julian Gluck from FingerJoust.com. I'm sorry he's, I asked. He's the Lord of the Joust, president of the I World Finger we wanted, Joust Federation. I thought we wanted people to keep tuned in. What? He's a nice guy. I know he's listening on the, to hell. He's listening on the feed right now. Why do you mean, Dubs? FingerJoust.com. Do everybody a favor and don't call in, don't answer any of the phone calls. You're listening to me right now. Talking to me? What is he, like, 17? I don't know. Oh, boy. We can find out next. <laughs> it's Hideout. Riveting radio. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's hour three of the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, Dubs. Yeah. Congratulations to Mike. Got qualified to...
talk about the seven deadly sins, at least confess them to win the $500 in cash at the Hideout Live broadcast at Mako's. Coming up this Tuesday, the 666 live broadcast party. Come one, come all. Confess your sins, win the prize, 18 and up, no cover. Mako's on Church Street, downtown Orlando. Apparently Mike currently homeless. (laughs) He could use it. Mike without shelter. So he definitely could use the $500 maybe to... uh, how did he give a home number then? I don't know what's going on. Hey, fill me up over there with some water. Thanks, Chunks. Okay, Dubs, uh, joining us now in the hideout, I gave the boys an assignment. Yeah? Everybody has to come to the table and provide at least one segment per show. It has to be airworthy, though. Yeah, per night. Now we uh joining us in the hideout, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman's find. This is Julian Gluck. Of FingerJoust.com. I hate you, Tommy. President of the World Finger Joust Federation. Um, Here are the current duties of the Lord of the Joust, Dubs. (laughs) Preside over the hierarchies of the WFJF. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manage the website, oversee finances, administrative and global moderate, uh, moderate the forum. Govern promotions and PR. Supervise formal and informal events. Render rules. Uh, write articles and design images. Fingerjoust.com. All right. Let's go to uh, Julian Gluck here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. How are things going? Hey, loser. They're going well. All right, and there we have it. That is the one question interview. The one you got one question and you got to get it out, and there it is. Thank God. I thought for sure I was going to be real bored for a real long time. Uh, that's the one question interview. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Good find, Tommy. Way to go. All right, Tommy wants I to I was know. riveted. Do you want us to call him back? No, I don't care. Sure, yeah, he's great. <laughs> that was your find for tonight. That was one of my finds. What was your other one? The stutterer? That was your find for like two days ago. Well, whatever. It's still... And the beginning audio. Oh, boy. Well, thank you to uh, Julian Glick. He uh, wanted an air check of that. I'm sure he'll get it. He did he really? Yeah. For what? He's like, you guys know honorary members. Uh, Beat it, shut the hell up. I do not want to be in your stupid group. You <laughs> Can I get an, nerd. an MP3 of the, the interview? I was like, I'm sure it'll be on podcast. Here's the thing. You could easily MP3 that. That was about four seconds. <laughs> I don't know if I'm taking the time to edit that down to send. <laughs> All right, let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Is that possible? Chunks, you got your stuff ready to go? All right, it is Thursday night. So that is a page that a Chunks has passed. The Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Alrighty. This is an interesting one I found today. It's dated March 30th, 2000. Today was a great day. Mm. Started out my day having to work at Ruby Tuesday. I was supposed to work a double, but unfortunately, I got cut from my second shift. 
I was a little upset at losing my second shift because I needed the money. But I got lucky and one of my tables left me a $100 bill. I got off my shift, went to Bungalow for a couple of beers. To my astonishment, the bartender said that the Miller Lite keg was going bad and gave me free Miller Lights. Everything was going your way. Yeah. About Finally, t- you're winning. I know, it's crazy. About ten Miller Lights later, <laughs> since I had the night off, I decided to call Kelly to see if she wanted to go to the club. What I, club? Hmm? D.C., man. I hopped in my Porsche and started driving downtown. Line at the club. You what? What? <laughs> your Porsche. My <laughs> Porsche. I had an old Porsche 911. No, no you didn't. You, you never had that. Yes, I did. How do you know? It's not like I listed off every car I had. Yes, you have. You would have told us at some point you had a Porsche 911. Well, it just slipped my mind. I don't like to brag about it. You're a bigger disaster than 911. <laughs> that right. could you imagine what that Porsche was in? Like the condition? Oh, it was black. It was beautiful, shiny. It was actually like a rare one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're such a liar. Yes, yes it was. I don't understand what... A lot of people have Porsches, man. I mean, you know, kids in high school have Porsches nowadays. I hate you. Steaming load of nothing. I hopped to my Porsche and started driving downtown. The light at the club was... Uh, it was usually pretty long, but I knew the bouncer. I gave him a wink. He let me in through the front of the line. You parked my Porsche, said to the valet. You, <laughs> Shut up! What is you going did not? on? Dude, this is what happened. Do you not want to hear the story or no. what? No, I don't believe it. Is this... Why? What don't you not believe about this? Everything going your way in the Porsche 911. What? <sighs> Never mind. All right, whatever. Now I'm all lost. All right. Uh, oh yeah, I gave him hundred dollars. I gave the I gave the valley a hundred dollars. Here's hundred dollars for your trouble. <laughs> Ordered a bottle above vintage 1985 while inside the club. Only the best. I took Kelly to one of the private rooms and started banging the hell out of her. <laughs> what? <laughs> These are supposed to be true stories. This is a true, absolute true story. I it even not. I even poured the bub on her, you know, like in one of the movies, because it turned her on a lot. She loved there. There is no greater feeling than when you take like a two hundred fifty dollar bottle of champagne and pour it on a chick. Shut the hell up and read your stupid story. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand where you guys are coming from. <sighs> Pour the champagne on three hours later. Clubs. Oh, three hours later. Ow! What? Three Dub hours just, later. Dub the, just threw an empty monster can at him. The club was about to close. Three hours later. <laughs> so we had to leave. I hopped in my Porsche, <laughs> and Kelly and I drove to an after party that was going on at one of our friends' house. There was no spots left, so I had to park in the handicaps. Oh, damn, man. He threw the Sunday edition. Dumb liar. USA Today. Dude, it's all true. Just wait till Read the end it. of the story. All right? I parked in the handicapped spot. I hope you get arrived. raped at the end of this story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, I said it, Kelly. Let's say you and I have a little fun again. Okay, she said. Hold on. I've got a little treat for you. Before I knew it. Kelly grabbed two of her hot girlfriends and went into one of the back rooms and started getting it on. Another three hours later, I was a little tired, so I grabbed Kelly and we left. To my horror, I arrived to my Porsche, hooked up to a tow rig. 
surrounded by three burly tow truck drivers. Hey, I said, what are you guys doing? Looks like you... Son of a bitch, dude, that was metal! Consistency, I think. That wasn't good. <clears throat> what are you guys doing? I said, oh, man, damn, would you guys just let me finish? This is my story. It's a lie. It's not a lie. It's a filthy lie. Dude, it is not a lie. Just let me get through the end Hurry up. I said, what are you guys doing? Well, it appears you parked illegally in this handicap spot. I realized it would take all of my wits, strength, and courage. Kelly, I said calmly, you stand right over there. I pointed to a specific spot. I had the three of them surround me in kind of a semicircle. Pictured it out in my head. And they all one, semis. With one swift movement, I took the first guy out with a hit to the neck. The second guy, I kicked him in the head. And the third guy, I did a spinning tornado sweep to the ground, <laughs> simultaneously grabbing a dandelion where Kelly was standing and gave it to her. Let's go home, baby. That's my night. That was a slick move. You don't understand how difficult it is to pull off a move like that. It takes years and years. Tommy will tell you. It's because you never did it. <laughs> I don't understand. Was what... this the plot from 48 Hours? I don't understand what you guys are coming at here. You what didn't sound believable in that story? Are you the Glimmer Man? I mean, I have gotten laid <laughs> before. What movie was that from? <laughs> Not from a movie, dude. It's something I did. It's called a movie of Chunks Corolla kicking some ass. That's what movie it's from. <laughs> three Ninjas. <laughs> it's not... It's not Three Ninjas. Next Karate Kid. I don't understand what you guys are thinking it's you fault. butchy, Hillary Swank-looking bastard. All I did was drive to the club, get some champagne, I had a lot of sex, and I kicked three guys' asses who deserved it. You know how surly tow truck people are. What, am I... What, what's the problem here? Why would you make this up? I, I didn't. It doesn't make you look cool. I didn't make it up. I, uh. You made it up. I. I uh, left my diary at home today. <laughs> Sorry about that. And I figured, you know, I'm always losing. So you'll make up a completely unbelievable story. Well, I don't understand how that was unbelievable. I don't understand how that one was unbelievable at all. You don't. I, I mean, I could have had a Porsche. You won today. You won in the, uh. In the hurricane preparation game. How do you turn around <laughs> you that quickly? You left your diary at home, and so you made a story up. No, man, I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff happened. Like, the tow truck thing was real, but they actually uh, ended up towing my car. Was it a Porsche? No. What uh, was it? Hold on a second. We got Julian Gluck back. Fingerjoust.com. Julian. Hey, Julian. Hey, sorry, the call dropped. I tried to get it back, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, I hung up on you. <laughs> Sorry. Get a life. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Sugar! All right, welcome back into the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Right, we, uh, we've had some technical difficulties. I guess. Let's welcome back into the hideout, Julian Gluck, Finger Joust. Finger, is it fingerjousting.com? I lost my paper. Yeah, me too. Fingerjoust.com. Fingerjoust.com. And I know he's got something going with Budweiser. Are you there? Julian. Yeah. All right, so what's going on? What is the Fingerjoust.com? 
All right. <laughs> How many times these a holes have to call back? All right, Chunks, what's going on over there? Tell t- tell me what's going on. Yeah, uh, I guess he called in and um, he said there's a problem. He goes, hey, we checked everything on our end. This is the production guy over here. We got everything right. We want to make sure, is everything right over there? Can I talk to your production agent? He's like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. I'll get him. So then, you know, I put the phone in my chest and that whole thing changed my voice. Hey, yeah, this is Bill. All right, let me hear you change your voice. Hey, this is Bill. Uh, what seems to be the problem over here? Your seeker voice. I hate you. And I said, yeah, and I told him, I was like, sir, we've actually had a lot of problems, uh, hurricane preparedness. We had to test the lines. We have it fixed. Like, I want to make sure we get this right. Budweiser's here uh, taping this, and we want it to sound good. <laughs> 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 like, oh, all right. what is... I was like, I'll be sure to put you on hold. <laughs> I don't know. What... You think If he calls one more time, he gets the record, right? Yeah. Because he... Goonies.org, when we did this the first time, it was only three times. All right. Tommy, what were you thinking with fingerjoust.com? I double, I ran this one past you. I said, are you sure you want to talk to this guy that I found? Where'd you find a guy like this? I don't even remember. I think it was some news story somewhere. I'd rather have bottle guy on. Yeah, if you can get bottleguy.com on, then I'm down. On you or? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> However it works out. I'll take one for the team. How can you not like his picture? He looks like a good guy. I haven't guy. even looked at him. <laughs> I refuse Click to. Click the link. Do no. it. No. Do it, Dubs. Oh, you know right. you want to. I just want to hear your reaction when you see him. Just go real fast. It's Dubs. opening. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this guy. Now I want to talk to him. No. Come on. I do not want to talk to this man. Boy. Tommy, does he have your phone number? Hell no. You got smart, huh? Uh, yeah, the only person that has my phone number is Joanna Angel, but she won't return my calls now. Really? Yeah, I called her to try to get her back on to do the Inside the Porn Actor Studio Part 2, and I haven't heard back from I her. I knew she was pissed. I knew she was mad when we did with that with her the first time. Yeah, she did sound kind of dejected. I could tell. Oh, God. This guy's still running the Chuck Norris angle. Yeah, he's still all over Chuck Norris. Biggest weakness, only Chuck Norris could find it. Hey, he might be telling the truth. Hey, what are the chances that, like, he got with Budweiser, wanted to make this a legit thing, so he's like, I'm getting media. I want you guys to come over. I'm going to show you guys that I'm being taken serious and I'm getting media exposure. <laughs> We're just destroying all of his dreams. Or maybe he's just sitting around drinking some Budweiser's. <laughs> just got one of the dancing cans up next to it. Ah, Chunks. Why don't you call him back and... Like, no, I want to see if he'll call back. I want to call him back off the air. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the forums right now. I wonder if anybody's caught on over there. They have to have. They want to talk to this guy. But now these, now they're trying to... Uh, I kind of feel bad for him if he's got a little money at stake. <laughs> uh, the top uh, topic in here was started in mid-December of last year. All right, so I can see it's real relevant. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break. 407-916-1041, Talk to him off the air. Let me let me hear what you're talking to. Chunks, you pick it up. Man, I see Matt dialing over there. Tell him we never really wanted to talk to him. Tell him we never... Yeah, go ahead. Ask him about Budweiser. Hey, who's this? 
Julian. <laughs> Why do you keep uh, hanging up on us, man? Are you guys, like, running a bit? <laughs> All right, because if you're not running a bit, here, hold on. Here, hold on one second. Bill, I told you to fix the damn phone line back there. Get your ass getting on it. Don't yell at me. <laughs> Is it fixed or what? I'm working on it. Is it fixed now? I'm trying my best. You can't rush these things. These wires are split. Seriously, dude. You're a crazy shop talk show. Hey. Seriously, are you running a bit on us? Are you running a bit on us? I can't us, work man? with you on the phone. Dude, hold on a second. Dude, you shut the hell up and fix the damn phone. We're union. All right? <laughs> fix it. I didn't pay you to crap out. You don't pay me anything. Screw you, bud. Dude, I can't. I'm, you see what I'm dealing I with now? I can't work on the phones when you're on them. Dude, hold on a second. We got a guest on the don't phone. Don't me. When you're on the phone, I can't fix it. We got a guest. You, oh. you guys behave. Fine, you duck. You get duck. I'm out of here. This is a top talk station. You get your act you together. You Sir, I am. <laughs> sir. I, I, I'm, I swear I'm sorry. I... I didn't. I don't understand what's going on here. Usually my crew is is very good at handling these. Oh things. look who's still on the Dude, phone! Dude, you shut the hell up! I'm talking business here. <laughs> Sir, I'm how am I supposed to do my damn job if you screwing around? Nah, I, dude, seriously. Get uh, off the phone! Dude, honestly, it's I very. I said get off the phone, dude. I'm jackass. Would you shut the hell up? You shut up! Try to do Would my you damn shut job. the hell up? Dude, I can't. I'm writing an SP report about this. You're getting a goddamn green sheet tomorrow. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here, sir. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. I can't get my crew. There's people above me, and no. I. I don't know what. what I, I. I. Hold on. I, I don't. Get it fixed. Get it fixed, sir. Sir, I'm sorry. What? No, we're not. Oh, great. <laughs> Who's doing on it's, my job? I don't want your job. Tell you what to do. Shut the hell up! Hey, go book a gas jackass. <laughs> don't uh, tell me to fix the phone. Uh, I know my job. I'm busy doing lies. We got a break. Um, no, we're not, dude. It's this is how it goes. You don't understand, man. It's very pressure over here. We're not doing anything crazy, <laughs> dude. Get off the phone, dude. All right, you know what? I am your trying, ass is grass and I am trying to talk business here. <laughs> all right. No, dude, I, I, I'm sorry, dude, I swear, this is how, All right. this is how we, we do things. We gotta take a break. Yeah. Ask him if we can hold on through the break. Seriously, we get it fixed. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I right, we'll take a break, come back, it's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Gentlemen, we're gonna put you on the air now, hold on. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Fingerjoust.com. Jillian Gluck, you there? Yeah, I'm there. What's going on? <laughs> and that's the record. <laughs> and we have it. You oh, set the record! Oh, get it. For the one question interview. It's actually, here's the thing. We could do the whole interviews, but in different calls. Well, the funny thing is, it was the same question every time. How you going? How you doing? Are you there? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Good. Uh-huh. All right, then. <clears throat> that poor guy. I honestly want to you know what's... You him. I want to go on, I want to know what's going on with Budweiser and the whole thing. But now we just can't have you. It would ruin the bit. It would ruin the bit. I actually don't want to ever talk to him, ever. The two words he got to say. 
too much for me. Hey, are our guests here? No, not, not yet, yet. Nightbeer. What? I think the amazing thing is that he held on that whole time through the commercial break. Yeah, the whole the commercial break through the whole thing. How pissed? He's, do you think he's mad? I think he's just grasping for any bit of airtime where he could just talk and say anything. He's gotten some words out. <laughs> By the way, uh, the Hideout Mako 666 party is coming up this Tuesday, June 6th, 2006. Giving away $500 in cash thanks to Saved on TNT for those of you who confess your sins to win the prize. And we're going to have all kinds of games, contests, and stuff like that based around the seven deadly sins. That is going on this Tuesday at Mako's, downtown Church Street in Orlando. All right, he's back. <laughs> Are you kidding? Turn on my turn on Matt's mic. Are you kidding me? What's going on, Matt? Oh, Carl. Oh, it's no, not I him. That was him. Damn it! I thought that was him. I thought he was gonna like try to one up the record. <laughs> it just roll from there. Oh, you don't stop right the record. You want to make sure it's uh, unobtainable for anybody else. Hey, Dubs, do you see where some celebrities are pissed off at some fake MySpace pages? Ah, uh, yeah, and I can see how that could happen. I was very upset when mine was a fake one. I guess Carrie Underwood is mad because fans who claim they have had an email chat with her, <laughs> turns out it's not. Also for Lindsay Lohan and a couple of other people. Well, I you remember how I made a fake one for my friend. <laughs> We've got so many people on there, uh, just... They they continue to believe it's him and think that the, uh, he wants to have sex with them or he came out of the closet. All these different things. Hey, let's do. Uh, you see Halle Berry speaking to celebrities. Mm-hmm. And this seems like it's a whole. They're running this whole thing for X Men. Yeah. Where her Hugh Jackman they take their their outfits home and they have sex in them as Wolverine or Storm or whatever. Yeah, they take it to the next level. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Go. As far as cartoons, comics, and stuff, who would you rather have sex with? Okay. Wilma from the Flintstones or Daphne from Scooby-Doo? Go! Wilma. I got to go Daphne. Me too. I think Daphne from Scooby... She's the redhead, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's so hot. Uh, I I was thinking, isn't there a blonde Scooby-Doo too? Not that I know of. There's the little lesbian-looking one. Rick or whatever. Her name's name is. Thelma, right? Thelma, yeah. Yeah. You went with Wilma. Redhead. Momish. Mm-hmm. But I think you got to go with Daphne from Scooby-Doo. All right, here's one for you. I'll give this one to Matt Albert. Matt, go! Marge Simpson or um, the Griffin wife on the, uh, what's her name, Lois? Lois go! Griffin. I would totally use Lois Griffin because I've batched her before. <laughs> to Family Guy? Yes. Why? Why would you do that? You're old enough to have actual batch tools. Okay, there's this one scene where she's kind of wrestling in water with this other chick, and uh, the other chick was the the lead actress from, uh, what's that news story show? It's a cartoon. But it's it's hot. She's a redhead with big boobs. You're really into those, huh? I like boobs. <laughs> you remember who was, you actually remember who was hot? April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. From uh, Ninja Turtles, the, yeah. uh, the reporter. I forgot yeah. about her. Uh, April O'Neil. And what's a good one to put? How about April O'Neil or Lois Lane? Go! April O'Neil. There was something. Without maybe, a doubt. Maybe because that's when 
you know, Ninja Turtles, we were turning into uh, men. Yeah, we were going through our puberty. Going through our phase. And that that could be one, too. Dubs, there's a new disease, cell phone anxiety. What does cell phone anxiety mean? A professional uh, psychology person has identified a new condition that he himself suffers from, ringsiety, or the false belief that your cell phone is going off. Psychologists say people have grown emotionally dependent on their cell phones for their feelings of self-worth, and they subconsciously calculate how popular they are by the number of calls that they get. They're so anxious for the phone to ring to validate them, they imagine hearing rings or mistake the vibrations on a bus for a call. I've seen that happen over and over and over again. One person's phone rings, uh, if you don't think it's yours, you check it a few seconds after they answer it, just to kind of see. I will say this, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, with my cell phone, it'll say missed calls, mm-hmm. and it does make you feel good. Like Sometimes when you have four missed calls and you've been away from your phone for an hour, you're like, oh, wow, I'm pretty popular today. Not me. I, I just look at it and go, oh, I have to call these people back. Uh, you know where's one that I always get disappointed if I don't have anything? Hmm. When I refresh on MySpace and I don't have any new messages or comments. Or even profile views. <laughs> nah, I've always got that. I've always got people scoping out what I'm doing. I mean, every time you refresh, like I'll sit here, press over and over again, waiting to see when someone views. And then I, if I see someone viewed, usually there's a message that follows, and I know they're the ones looking at me. I never even calculate. I just got, how many page views do you have? Uh, 9,992. Tommy, do you know how many you have? I'm only in the 5,000s. Ooh. Matt? 5,100. Wow. Hi, I'm above you, Matt. You suck. All right, I got 28,000. Wow. I've been on it a lot. Well, not as long as Tommy, but Tommy has a, another double secret probation one that he has. But, yeah. No, I don't. Um, so I know sometimes Whatever, that's trouble. one where you need Valentine. Where you, where you need validation. <laughs> How about this? Do you ever feel like you need validation with like the number of people that say happy birthday to you? Yeah, I, I, that's what I do like. I do like uh, someone saying, you know, like recognizing my birthday. Speaking, if I go through the whole day and no one notices, it really pisses me off. Speaking of birthdays, happy birthday to Misfit Matt, who hates it when people acknowledge his birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Misfit Matt. Yesterday. Did, yesterday was his birthday, Misfit I mean, Matt. I am him. How about... Happy. The number of people that are with you at the bar. Does that validate you at all? Yeah, if you're sitting there alone, you can really feel bad about yourself. But if you have like four or five people, it feels good. How about the number of people that hit you up right away when you sign on? Yeah. I hate that. I do too, because usually those are the people you don't want to talk to. But it feels kind of good, but people have been waiting for you to get on. And right when they see you, it's so It's so odd too, like... It immediately, like I usually, because I have a couple of mine linked up, I'll go invisible on one, mm-hmm. on the real public one, and, but it's somehow people can sneak it in before I can even hit the eyelid on that little eyeball. I have to, uh, I'm like, what the hell? Come on, leave me alone. Our guests here, they're here. What's Napier doing? What's he running around doing? I just had him go get them. Okay. So they're here. He's the- coloring himself black. <laughs> Coming in blackface. All right, here's, this is actually fascinating. We're going to do this next. It's Florida's premier gangbang group. F- Finger jousters. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. 
the FloridaMandingosClub.com. Art Hammer's coming in. Did he, bring, <laughs> did he bring some ladies? He brought one named Candy. All right. And i got to go to their website real fast. Hold on. Yeah, be careful. Uh, the Florida Mandingos Group, uh, FloridaMandingosClub.com. And now this is who Porno Dan introduced us to, right? Yes, uh, they got here a little bit late, so we rescheduled them to come in. Yeah, because it looked like it was going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Have we prepped them on all the rules of what you can say? I haven't had a chance to go back there yet. And not say on the radio? I'm sure Napier did it. <laughs> Great. Whatever you do say, make sure it takes a long time to say it. <laughs> You're not wearing any hair gel. That's not good for radio. <laughs> um... Hey, who was, spike you. which intern did we have that cussed and thought it was okay? Donkey, Donkey lips. lips. He dropped the S-bomb. And he goes, no S-bitch. And then I go, you can't say that. Yes, goes, I can. No, he goes, what, you can't say no S with bitch in the same sentence? I didn't know you couldn't say bitch on air. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I hate you. How can you? And he's like, I've heard other people say that on the air. You never have. I go, you can say bitch all you want. You can't say the other word. All right. The front page of this website, the premier site for interracial porn at its hottest. I guess this is white chicks and uh, brothers. A lot of them. Yeah. And there's a there's a white woman in a wedding dress, and it appears as if she's given treats to the best men. Holy Christ, I hear them laughing in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. We are an right established now. select group of discreet, professional, educated, intelligent, physically fit, drug disease, and well-endowed black gentlemen, 24 to 45, specialized in hot, intense, nasty gangbangs for couples of females who love big black, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> black, mm-mm. fantasies. All right, this is going to be way too much fun. <laughs> Matt, you want to lose the virginity tonight? <laughs> There's Art Hammer. Guy looks like a lot of fun. He's too legit. Don't hurt him, Hammer. <laughs> oh, I guess I know what we're coming back with. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break and come back. That's why we pray. It's a hideout, real radio. 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Can you guys hear okay? You guys can hear everything all right? All right, very good. Uh, dubs. All right, we got a very good friend of ours, Porno Dan. Mm-hmm. Pornodan.com. We've known Been with him us for a while. A very long time. Um, we knew him all the way back up in Washington, D.C. He brought some girls down from Miss Monster, and he has introduced us to our next guest. It's so funny. I was talking to our, uh, our guest during the break mm-hmm. about something similar. Um, wifebreeders.com. Yes, when we had them on. I was telling as one of maybe one of the greatest segments of all time that we've ever had in the hideout. And Art goes, Oh, Holly. <laughs> so apparently, apparently. There's a whole little, uh, network going on there. Uh, yeah. Holly is, um. Small world. We should, I don't know if that's on the podcasting or what. Maybe it is somewhere. Maybe we should throw that up. And definitely next time we run on some mixtapes. That's to me was one of the most fun segments we've like interviews we've ever done in the high. It would probably have to replay it after ten. Oh, absolutely! But essentially, Holly was a, a little white girl 
who... Married to a big, huge white guy. Yeah, like he used to be a, a, a college football player from Nebraska, I believe. Something and, like Kentucky, I think. In the middle of everything on their wedding night, she goes, By the way, <laughs> we're married, but I'm going to have sex with black guys and try to get pregnant. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and he said, okay. Right. All right. All right, so joining us in the hideout uh, right now, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. from Florida's premier gangbang group, Art Hammer, Sebastian and Candy from the Florida Mandingos Club.com. Let's welcome them into the hideout. Thank you. All right, thank you. You guys have a party coming up um, June 3rd by invitation only. I guess that's this Friday. Uh, Saturday, oh, no, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night. You guys would be perfect for our 666 party that we're doing Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> Why would that be? I don't know, just Why white girls. Yeah, white girls. <laughs> let's see. Uh, lost. You know. And, you know, taboo and all that good stuff. Yeah. All right, now let's art. Let's have you describe because just during the commercial break, I'm hearing they got a little exposure, quote unquote, uh, because of the last party, and the neighbors got mad and they found out what's going on. Then Candy was saying something interesting about the fetish. But tell us what the FloridaMandingosClub.com is all about, Art Hammer. Basically, what the Florida... Right on top of the mic. Yeah. Hey, what we do, uh, we, we provide an interracial, uh, interracial party group. And we give swing parties, uh, you know, lifestyle parties. And um, we we had our, our fourth annual Mandingo Mania party. We celebrated our... Actually started uh, three years ago. When I gave our first party at Paradise Lakes, you know, a nudist resort in Tampa. Uh, in Tampa. All right, so you guys do swing parties. Essentially, if I got this right, the way Dan, like, told me about what you guys do is it's, he said, imagine a whole bunch of white MILFs mm-hmm. in a interracial gangbang. That's right. So that... That's what you guys like. That's that, what we do. That's your niche. That's right. That's our niche is, is the girl next door, the soccer mom, mm-hmm. Miss Pimmon Proper. Who wa- who has a fantasy of being with multiple brothers multiple, at one multiple time. Men. Exactly right. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Are there a hold lot? On, of- hold on. Let me get it started now. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Okay. And our parties are like that, believe it or not. <laughs> I, you have to see them. You have to. You have to experience it for yourself. Okay. Now, all right. We got. I guess we don't have to be too careful because it's after ten. But at the uh, FloridaMandingosClub.com, what happens at the party? So you guys are having a party Saturday night. Is it at somebody's house? Do you guys rent out like a hotel suite? What happens? Well, this particular party is basically is a private membership party for what we call our passport members. So only you have to people, pay? No, no. This is strictly an invitation only party. Okay. All right. So there's no pay. Right, okay. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, this is our premier event. Uh, what it is is a group of people that uh, you know they enjoy, we enjoy, enjoy the same things. Uh, white women. White women, of course. <laughs> right. White women who enjoy multiple men. Okay. Um, but multiple men of color, though. Multiple men of color, that's correct. Okay, so... God, I got a trillion questions. 407-916-1041, Now, is there any drought of these women? Or is it pretty easy to find them? Do you have... That's a good one. Do you have any trouble finding the women? Actually, I mean... I get so many requests from from all over the country, and from from Europe. I mean, it's it, it is unbelievable. They the find you. The amount of people that we come who want to me to put parties on for them. All right, Sebastian. Now, 
How are you affiliated? Are you one of the guys that's uh, into the partying, or what do you do? Well, I initially came until I was introduced to Art by a mutual friend, and you know, she told him about me. And I'm Y'all get right on top of the mic, just like, there you go. Yeah, you know, and I'm a massage therapist, and, uh, you know. I'm a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait you know. a second. Whoa, hold on. Wait. You yeah, that would be after him. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, but go ahead. Now, if you're a woman, you'd be right on you. Exactly. Right. I'd be right there. But, you know, I've always known what I like, like my entire sex life. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But, you know, it's always been, like you said, taboo. You know, you know, interracial couples, so on and so forth. But more often than not, you know, it was all behind closed doors, but everybody was doing it. And now in this day and age, in the 21st century, you know, there's so many interracial couples, it's okay. And so people are starting to emerge a little bit. So I got introduced to Art. He said, come to one of the parties, and it blew my mind. Okay, so at this party, how many how many brothers are there, Art? Uh, the the FloridaMandingosClub.com. How many guys are there ready to party? At that, at that particular party, we probably had about maybe 25, 25 black men. Mm. Okay, and how many um, how many white women? Probably about 12. Oh, wow. About 12. Wow. Yeah, that is. Our parties can get pretty big. Uh, in fact, our Mandingo Mania kickoff party, we had 60 <laughs> couples there. Wow. 60 couples? 60 couples. Just like swinging and doing a whole thing? That's or do you, do you ever have any single women that show up? Yeah, we have single. We had about six single single women. All right. I, all right. I got a trillion questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys out there in Radioland do, 407-916-104. We have yet to talk to Candy, uh, one of the white women. Uh, yes, well, Candy, Matt. Well, Candy actually is one of our typical uh, housewives, uh, you know, con- very conservative by day, high, highly paid professional who, behind closed doors, loves playing with black men. Okay. Oh, who doesn't? Uh, well, I'll get to you in a second, <laughs> Candy. Uh, Matt, our very own. I wouldn't call him. Mandingo? Man- yeah, but I wouldn't really. I mean, six, Zulu warrior. Six, <laughs> six foot five, 500 pound, 21 year old black virgin. <laughs> yeah, Matt, go ahead. Okay. You said couples show up. Do black men ever bring their black wives to this? Or yeah. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. In fact, our, our group is, uh, you know, we uh, welcome all races. So it doesn't just have to be interracial, you know, uh, black and white, Asian, Spanish, whatever. People who share. Basically, a Mandingo party is for, for women who enjoy multiple men. Okay. That's but basically it just, it, its purest form. Okay, but it tends to be the... By name, I mean, it, it tends well, to attract... Well, of course, is yeah. that the predominant, the predominant uh, uh, is black men with white women. Okay. Now, Candy, let's talk to you. You are um, a white woman. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, do you... Is, <laughs> Uh, huge I, boobs. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's one of the things yeah. too. So, I, do you want to say what it is you do for a living, or hint around just to show? Because mm. you said this isn't you necessarily. Yeah. Well, I can tell. I was in the United States Navy years ago, oh, and wow. after getting out of the Navy, a, a nice career. I mm-hmm. spent about 16 years in uh, hospitality and tourism in management. Um, I can tell you that because my husband was a Navy man who traveled the uh, or throughout the Orient, et cetera, where it's highly sexual, he came home with lots of little ideas. And about for 20 years, he'd always talk me into doing some wild and crazy thing. But with kids, it was few and far between. Right. But as time went on, you know, everybody starts with the, oh, let's try a girl. And then, oh, then it evolves maybe a few years later to let's try another couple. And amazingly, something I never dreamed of, my husband said that he enjoyed watching me with the other guy more than the girl. 
And I was mm. shocked. And it yeah, took about another two me. and a half years before he literally talked me into, you know, doing this. But again, it's few and far between. I did a lot of working. And are, are you married still? I am still married, and my uh, husband finally gets off. On uh, how how long you guys been married? For 23 years. And wow. so you will go to the Mandingo parties, and he'll just sit in the corner no, you know eating what? popcorn there, or what? No, there's a variety. <laughs> um, my husband was one actually kind of liked to join in. It started out just with other men, and he knows I like endowed men. So it kind of naturally progressed that way. And we'd go to the parties. Oh, no, here's the first one. Sure. Is he? Very endowed. Okay. But not it isn't always the case. There's a lot of guys that the whole reason they want to see the wife is because maybe they aren't. But my husband was. He knows they liked it. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me just dissect that. Yeah. <laughs> As a guy. I, I, I It would make you feel more inferior, I, I think. I can't believe that there's another dude out there who would think, I'm maybe not getting the job done. Or I'm I don't have, en- I don't have the equipment to. I'm not enough. Yeah. yeah. So let me... Have her be with somebody who's larger. Yes, Sebastian. Well, I was going to say that would depend on how much she wants to please this woman. Uh, no, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so what? You'd be amazed at what, you know, you can look up anything on the Internet. Just oh, to think something me. up. And yeah, it's, yeah. yeah bobbyguy.com. Uh, the Florida Mandingos Club.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, so well, let's think about this. I mean, do you enjoy watching porn? I do enjoy watching Bourne, but I'm telling you, if it was my chick in it, I wouldn't be able to watch it. Especially not with Sebastian. Could you you date like an exotic dancer, knowing that she's dancing for like strangers and things like that? Yes. Um, I'll say I could probably date a dancer, but I wouldn't even call it dating. Like I wouldn't date a dancer, I'd bang a dancer. You know what I mean? But see, this is the thing. This this is what's odd, and I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't get into your club because I probably don't have the equipment. And I think there is like a, see, there has to be some sort of a self-esteem issue for like guys. Like, I'd assume you guys are packing, and so you're just kind of like, you, you know, saw the well, that's just to be a member of our A team. See, uh, there's uh, an A team. We have an A team, a special forces team. Okay, B. Yeah, who's So to be, no, you could not qualify for our A team. Right. However. You could be a member of a club. I would always think that guys who have more going on down there are more willing to, you know, have their chick go do whatever, as opposed to guys. You know, you know, she's not going to find anything better. You know what I mean? But if you're Most a guy likely. that you're, if you're a guy that's a little self-conscious and you don't feel like you got much going on, you may be intimidated by having your chick go out and have sex with someone. But see, that's the key thing that you just mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Because see, the couples who enjoy our parties, they are they are, they are totally in love with each other, and Very see, they, they they are dedicated. So they, there is no problem there about the man trying to move in on the husband and for the wife to leave. None, none whatsoever. It's right. You have to have a very stable, loving relationship. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. They're already used to being free and open and oh. what turns you on. And it's just, it's not everybody's thing. Right. But it uh, blew my mind. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. All right. We'll take a break and come back. 407 916 1041 com. Do you boys have questions? Because I still got a ton of them. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, we well, can pop in at any time. All right. It's a hideout. Yeah, it's part of the club. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Don't forget the uh, Hideout Mako's live broadcast, 666 this Tuesday. Games and contests based on the Seven Deadly Sins, the fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. Plus your chance to win $500 in cash thanks to Saved on TNT if you can confess your sins. 
Mako's on Church Street downtown. Uh, Art Hammer, Sebastian Candy here from the FloridaMendingosClub.com. Uh, just fascinating, uh, fascinating stuff with them. Also, too, I guess we got an email from the FingerJowls.com guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading it right now. <laughs> uh, we need to get Napier or somebody to read it with sad music. <laughs> and it is going to be just way too funny. But let's. <laughs> What line did you read that you just laughed at? The last one? I, no, but I can't describe the feeling of hearing what you spent months working on getting insulted while trying. No. Wait till the last line. The last line's probably the best. Let me read the last line to you real fast, and we'll All get right. back to uh, the Mandingos here. But um, hold on. A I second. just I ended to you. Here it is. As I said, I wanted to thank you for the chance to do this. I thought it would be a good idea, but I guess now it wasn't. Oh, I like the one right before that, that I am you. <laughs> All right, here we go. There were some people who just emailed me and told me this was a bit, but I refuse to believe that you guys would do that. Believe it, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Bag. Oh, I think this guy's going to kill himself. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. Him and stupid nerd. Joust Club. You're oh. welcome. Fingerjoust.com. All right, I'm sure there's some of that going on at the FloridaMandingosClub.com, too. Uh, all right, all right, Hammer, all right, you got you want to make something perfectly clear, though, when it comes to the to the interracial gangbangs that tend to happen. I know there's a lot more. There's swinging and people are in love. Uh, maybe, Candy, you wanted to say something about the people who participate, though, and, like, and tell a little bit more about them. Well, um, actually, you do th- immediately think Jerry Springer, Jerry, right. Jerry, but honestly, you'd be amazed, particularly most parties are set up for middle class to upper middle class couples. People have been married anywhere from 10, 20, 30 years. They've maybe throughout the years fantasized, watch a lot of porn, and then maybe had an opportunity fall in their lap, so they tried it, liked it, and then before you know it, as a swinger, you try different things, and this is just one more area where swingers who are really, it's international, are just pushing the envelope and trying the things that were taboo before, and it really is doctors, lawyers, uh, executives. I am not kidding you. I've never right. ran into a piece of white trash at one of these that parties. That want to do this thing? Uh, let me ask you, Candy, white woman, uh, just for Radio Land, so that people know. Are you married to a white guy? Black, yes. A white guy, and does yes, he enjoy you? Does he enjoy seeing you with black men more than black than than white, white men? men? Or he just enjoys sharing me. Period. Whether Ew. with other All men, right. he enjoys watching me. But he really does get off on the interracial taboo. That's become a fetish. But he just enjoys it immensely. All right. Now, Sebastian, you were saying something. I guess you're a single single black male. And you said this was good. Why? Well, the the guys, from the perspective of the guys who go to these clubs, I mean, I also don't want people to get the impression that, you know, it's a bunch of thugs they pull up off the street. Right. They're also We're also professionals, you know. Right. And it's good for us because sometimes, like you said, it was taboo back in the day, so to openly date, a white woman, you get stares, if not outright hostility. Oh, yeah. Well, so it was, it was kind of a behind closed doors, let me taste the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. But now it's so good. Oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> Where the white women at? Yeah, you know? What you were saying, exactly. I can vouch for that. Some of the best guys that I've met anywhere. 
Right. But you were going to say, but for being a single uh, single black guy, this is good, though, because you can have sex with white women but not have to date them. Yeah, without the actual, because we show up, we hang out, we get to know any other, we party, we watch movies, somebody likes somebody else, we go to bedrooms, have fun, and go our separate ways. We can email, call each other, you make good friends. You start to network. You make contacts you never dreamed of. Here's why this is still very shocking, and mm-hmm. you guys seem to be, you know, very cool about it. But we here in America are very, very tight wound. Yeah, we're we, tightly wound, especially with our sexuality. As, yeah, especially with sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it, and a lot of people can't fathom the fact that you're married with somebody and then you're sharing them. You, you just got a real. You guys are on a whole nother thinking plane. And but a lot of people just they're real weirded out by it. You know what I mean? Well, keep in mind that you know a few years ago and even now a lot of people were weirded out by an interracial couple at all. Yeah, we're breaking boundaries wide open across the board. You know? I'm sure. Asks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> literal. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that. Art, was there another thing that you wanted to? Uh, you guys had a controversy actually at your last party. What happened, Art? Well, I was I was uh, our fourth annual Mandingo Mania party, and it was. Uh, it was on Anna Maria Island, a very, very nice location. And then the reason why I selected the house was because it was total seclusion. But we had one of our members uh, want to go next door and, and nude sunbathe and, and wear one of the tank tops that we had uh, given to the ladies who were attending. And it had the site, uh, mandingomania.com. And lo and behold, uh, next thing we knew, uh, that the neighbors got, got wind of it and... Uh, they wanted to try to uh, shut it down. They shut that party down. Did they call the cops, or what ended up happening? Yeah, they did call the cops. <laughs> and what is what do the cops say? Like when the cop comes up and knocks on the door. Mandingos mm-hmm. open up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you say? What does he say? Like what happened? Oh, this is good. He came came to the door and said, uh, "What's going on?" I said, "Nothing's going on. Come on in and take a look for yourself." He said, listen, he said, we know something's going on. Uh, he said, in fact, the whole island knows what's going on. <laughs> so word had gotten out this right. was the place to go to party. Right. However, what he said was that, uh, you know, he said, basically smiled at me and said, hey, as long as you guys keep everything inside and, uh, right. and, and no noise, there's not, basically there's nothing we can do. All right. And, and, and that was it, because no laws were broken. This is, remember, this is a consensual lifestyle, consenting mm-hmm. adults. Right, no, I got gotcha. you. And you can, uh, if you want to be... Invited, um, I guess you guys got a swing party going on at uh, Palm Harbor, right. mm-hmm. the FloridaMandingosClub.com. dot com. All right, let's take a couple phone calls. Uh, let's go to Cliff. Cliff in the three eighty six. What's up, Cliff? Hey, what's going on, guys? I just got one question. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I know how a lot of black females feel about black guys dating white girls and stuff like that. Uh, I was just curious. Do these guys get any backlash from you know? Do you ever get emails or? Comments from any black females you might feel, you know, uh, that is a, upset about this? I think that's a good question, mm-hmm. Cliff. Well, I, I, again, the big thing about it is these are couples who are in love, um, who feel like they want to share each other with others. But from the outside looking in, do you get any of uh, you, the black females? Do you have any of the emailing? sisters hating because yes. the, the guys are tasting that sweet forbidden fruit? There's, 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 there's some jealousies that, uh, that exist, and no, no, no doubt about it. However, the thing that we like to uh, point out is that we're equal opportunity. <laughs> we, right. we, 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 we don't discriminate against any woman. Whatever, right. you'll, you'll take it all? It, do, it doesn't matter. Let me ask you, would you be offended as a black man? I don't know, this would seem a little odd to me. 
if it was the complete reverse, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Where if it was a black, <laughs> where if it was a black woman and a bunch of white guys, it happens. It ha- Maybe it I happens, can name ten right. different sites. It happens, right? Eighteen uh, hundreds. You know, <laughs> it happens then. You know? No, no, it, it's happening now. There are sites dedicated to black, beautiful black females doing the same thing. They like the white guys. Just we bumping. know several of them. <laughs> Just two nice. flat surfaces hitting together. I think that one would be a little too uh, odd for me to watch. <laughs> Uh, Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? Hi, down, Mandigos. What's up? I was just looking at the page, and I scrolled to the bottom of the page, and I see my favorite porn star of all time. My only question is, how was it working with Lisa Sparks? I'm in love with that woman. Let me tell you, Lisa Sparks is one of my favorite, favorite women. Oh, no man. question about it. In fact, uh, uh, she came to our last Mandingo Mania party last year. So she's a great person. I, I love that woman. And looking forward to seeing, you know, seeing partying with her again. All right. Thank you, Mike. Where is she on the web? Is she on the front page? Because I'm right there right now, the FloridaMandingosClub.com. Where is she on the front page? Is she just right there on the front page? Well, she's also inside the members area, of course. You have to. All right, so go into the members area and see if you can find her in the members area. This is a fascinating thing you guys got going on. It really is. So... So the party this weekend, if people can get, all right, go ahead first of all, Matt Albert here in the house. Uh, Lisa Sparks has also been in uh, Wives Gone Black, just so you know. <laughs> She's I might been have on E! Entertainment. Yeah. Right, somebody send me a, a photo of her. I'm sure I know who she is, but now I, that the name's been put out there, i got to know. Surreal Life, that she was on Surreal Life with um, the porn guy. Uh, Ron Jeremy, right. he was she was one of the guests when they did Surreal Life. Okay. In the pool, nude. Um, <laughs> now let me ask you guys about our. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but our phone screener over there, Matt Albert, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin, um, patchy baldness, graying hair. He's losing it. I mean, he's he's the complete loser package. I would invite him to a party, and he would I would guarantee he would lose his virginity. Matt, <laughs> dude, I know you're saving it for the Monster Cruise. Get a little practice in preseason. You could get the invite. You could have the woman of your choosing. In fact, they would take it as a challenge. They yeah. They'd break them in. Dude. <laughs> I'd make them work for it. Dude, yeah, I know. You have to find it first, honey. Here's, it's like, where's Waldo? Here's the odd thing with Matt. He's very... Have to do, like, panning for gold? He's very conservative as far as who he, who he wants to have sex with for his first time. I'm still not understanding it. We've tried to set him up so many times, Art. Mm-hmm. So many times. Matt, do you think you could go to a party like this to lose your virginity? Because you heard Candy say it's a lot of professional women. It's a lot of, you know, just lawyers, doctors, women you would never really think of. It's literally the girl next door. You would never, never know who the members of of our group are. Never. Matt, what do you think? I would go. I'm not sure if I would have sex, though. Why not? I'd check it out. You know, do you think if you were there, tip the you know dip the toe in the water? Do you think if you were there, you probably would get excited enough to do it? Because here's the thing, you wouldn't want your first time to be with multiple guys in the room, right? Why not? It would be kind of distracting. You want to, you know com- you know comparing my technique to them? You'd want a, wa- a nice <laughs> you need a technique first. Yeah, you needed. A, you'd probably go want to go one on one first, but then after that, you wouldn't maybe necessarily be opposed to having a. Multiple relations, would you? Depends. I'm not sure. I'd have to, you know, get in there and really 
Yeah, test the waters. Thanks, Napier, for talking over my shoulder. Now, <laughs> do you think you want to go to this this weekend? Well, this, this weekend is strictly a private party. Oh, so uh, sorry. Our next open party is June 17th, and that's and that's open to... But in order to come to one of our parties, you have to be a member and go through a membership process. Uh, it's a pri- remember, the Florida Mandingos Club is a private membership club, and we, and we have strict requirements. All right, so, like, what are the requirements then? Give us a few of them. Okay, uh, well, the requirements are that you have to... Um, uh, you know, be being the lifestyle. You have to have, you know, have experience in ter- in terms of uh, uh, as, as a single male in terms of interacting with a couple. Remember, primarily uh, a swinging is, is a couple's is a, is a couple's uh, uh, a couple's game. Right. Right. And and single males have to have have to understand how to interact with couples. See, single males come a dime a dozen. Right, and the thing that the thing that makes our club unique is that all the single members of our club are screened, and screened they have to be familiar with what we call the etiquette guide for select single males in the lifestyle. And until they're able to demonstrate they know how to interact with a couple, uh, then they can't come to a party. For example, most single males want to be aggressive to a woman and kind of you know. Because we have many beautiful women who mm-hmm. come to our parties, right? And that is definitely no—that is definitely not a way to get invited to one of our parties. All right. We, so you got to—you got to know the rules. You got to follow the rules. Absolutely. Wow, Matt, you just got turned down. You just got turned down. No, but I would—I—I I would let Matt come as. As a as a as a guest of uh, his protege. I, uh, exactly. Well, I don't know about protege, but I would, <laughs> I would let him come as my guest, and I would show him the ropes. All right, that, I think that would be awesome. Just even go to check it out. The screening process, all of it, Dubs. It's just incredibly fascinating. And, uh, he, he's so timid as it is. I couldn't see him being aggressive in that situation now, anyway. The problem is he would be hanging back at the refreshments. It would be the sixth grade dance all over again and him at the refreshment table saying, hey, can I go ahead and get another Chips Ahoy? Do you have punch? Yeah, I'm sure they'll have punch. Right. Well, I'm there, then. Why be racist? There's no reason to be racist. Napier, you had something you wanted to say? You could have him as like a live field reporter, you know, taking right, points shut up. and stuff. Beat it. We aren't going to invade their club. No, we're not doing that. We're we're this here. This is uh, their their time to uh, have their party. We aren't going to try to record it. Well, Art Hammer, um, Candy, Sebastian, just fascinating with what fascinating with what you guys do. The FloridaMendingosClub.com. I guess if people want to email you to see if they can qualify for this, or if they want to get into the group, maybe if they're a couple and they want to do this thing. Uh, here in the hideout, we're all about exposing the uh, the counterculture mm-hmm. and having people know that there are other like-minded individuals. The, the best way to do that would be to contact me at mandingoparties at msn.com. Mandingoparties at msn.com. Right. In fact, the see, the, the, the website, basically, the, the Florida Mandingos Club, that is our adult entertainment website. Okay. In terms of being able to come to an actual party, our website for that is mandingoparties.com. All right, mandingoparties.com. All right, let me write that one down. Be getting an email a little bit later. Mandingoparties.com. Would it be rude for us to ask you, Candy, if we could see your boobs? 
Hey, click on that link I sent you. Yeah. I saw that link where she was working. That's okay. You know what? I'll direct you to a site. Though. Uh, yeah, what, you, got a, you got a website? What's your website? Now, I'm on there on his site. Uh, if you go to the FloridaMandingosClub.com, mm-hmm. there's a whole circle of adult mature females that are part of the same ring. And I see uh, here my name the, is in there. I see there's the party slut of the month. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been that like years past, but uh, whoa, past. that chick months is months past. Okay, <laughs> that chick is hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. All, all ages, but generally it's going to be a more mature girl, 25 and up, but all ages, but uh, in every shape and size and color. Right, I hear you. All right, um, hold on a second. We got but it's on. It'll be Mandingo Candy or Mandingo BBW. Obviously, I represent the thicker girl. Right. But uh, no, I got you. Yeah. Hold on, we got one more call, and we'll let you guys. Uh, we'll let you guys go. Bill Milliken, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Half a dubs. Bill Milliken, Baptist PI. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Bill? <laughs> hey, I got a little hypothetical question for you, if I may. Okay. No, it sounds like he's, he's dead. <laughs> what do you call it? When ten black guys have sex with a white girl. What? You call it rape. Oh, no no. You're, you're such an ass. <laughs> Jesus. I was, I was waiting for that. Yeah, I, I saw that one coming. Yeah, unfortunately, me too. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for coming in. Uh, the Florida Mandingos Club.com. Also, Mandingo Party. Doc- Mandingo Parties. Mandingo Parties. Right. Dot com. That's correct. Art Hammer, Candy, Sebastian, thank you guys for coming into the hideout tonight. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you for showing sure the other side of life. Right, it's beautiful. a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It was a pleasure. And it, we have some gifts for you, and hopefully you'll be able to, uh, oh. you know, to yeah, we'll, some we'll definitely pass them out. And, right, and, and, and for some sexy ladies, we have Mandingo Mania tank top. Fantastic. Beautiful. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> We're wrapping up hour four here in the hideout. I can't believe we sat on that drop all this time. I was too enthralled and forgot about it. <laughs> Thank you, Art Hammer, for coming in. All right, let's read this email real fast. All right. From Julian Gluck, fingerjoust.com. What we did, we we had him on, what, four times and hung up on him after we did the one, one word. Well, one question interview. No, I think the engineers were having problems with the phones. <laughs> and it was Tommy was like, hey, you want to have this guy on? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then it comes time to have the guy on, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to this guy, whatever. So we hung up, and he kept calling back. And then I literally a full-page email. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All this right. kid's, what, 17 or 18? Uh, how He sounded older on the phone. I couldn't tell. He wasn't on long enough to me uh, for me to actually get a good grasp on it. All right, here, let me read this email for you. All right. <laughs> Dear WTKS, not sure what to say here. I honestly wanted to be on the program. I don't know what happened to the phones. I was dropped every time. I'd say my couple of words, as you guys so humorously put it, then everything would have a massive feedback and then a doubt. <laughs> no, it was not me changing my voice as the production manager. That was a different guy. No, we weren't talking to Budweiser. My production manager BS that, and I was extremely pissed. We have talked to a few potential sponsors, but Budweiser wasn't one of them. Yes, the Chuck Norris comment was immature and stupid, but I thought it was humorous <laughs> at the least. I've changed it. No, you don't have to join my quote-unquote nerdy club. <laughs> Apparently, it's not for everyone. I probably would have thought your show was extremely funny if it wasn't happening to me. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity, even if it was just for you guys to get a laugh at it. I'm just a teenager. 
I'm just a teenager. But I try to do something original, make some money, and have some fun instead of working at McDonald's. I thought you guys would at least appreciate it as something funny and original. I guess not. <laughs> we don't take it extremely seriously, but that was uncalled for. <laughs> I understand that's your job, and you're trying to make good radio, and I can't describe the feeling hearing what I've spent months working on and getting insulted while trying to find out what's wrong I can with the line it. and Do to defend chill. yourself. I was I was listening to the live stream, and now to sound feminine, it hurts. <laughs> At I first, don't use this word a lot, but fag. Stop, that's wrong. At first, I thought it was you guys trying to screw with me, but I understand you guys wouldn't do that. I tried to disable call waiting before the calls took place, so no one would interrupt the call, but that might have been the problem. There were some people who just emailed me and told me this was a bit, but I refused to believe you guys would do that. As I said, I want to thank you for your chance to do this. Thank you for the chance to do this. I thought it would be a good idea, but I guess now it wasn't. <laughs> Cordially, Julian R. Gluck, the Lord of the Joust, <laughs> President of the WFJF www.fingerjoust.com Mo Get the kid, get the kid on the phone. <laughs> now I want to talk to him. I feel really bad. Get the kid, see if we can get the kid back on the phone. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. You want to get him on the phone now? Get him on the phone now. See if we can get him on the phone. Try quick, dude. I just really. And the, I, I feel bad because I, the, I'm reading through this. You can't help but feel a little bit bad over it. I see what this kid's done, and I feel like somehow we've broken his spirit. Whenever you put a full page up of your heart and soul and how bad you feel about your life dream being crushed, he, sure, you're only a teenager, and you'll have many more dreams that will get crushed equally as bad. He didn't want to work at McDonald's. He was trying to come up with something new and different, you know? Yeah. And instead... And instead... It's going to the thing that happened to me earlier. It's like it won't be completed as dialed. I tell you what, let's take a break, come back, and see if we can get him on. Tell him we just got his email. And we, we feel bad. And we want to clear things up. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I right, trap up Hour 4 here on this Thursday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what happened during the commercial break? We tried to get a hold of the kid from Fingerjoust.com. I, uh, I dialed the number. Mm-hmm. And, no, no, uh, no, Matt didn't. Johnny the Intern did. Yeah, uh, I'm Johnny the Intern. <laughs> and, uh, and this guy, this older guy answered, and he said, uh, 
this is Mr. Gluck. <laughs> and uh, I said, is Julian there? And uh, he said, yes. Did you sound like any more of a kid toucher when you did it? <laughs> Ooh, no. Is Julian there? Delectable. <laughs> Absolutely delectable. Ooh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Isolate that. And uh, he said, yes, who is this? And I said, this is Johnny the intern from the hideout. <laughs> and uh, he, he talked to me earlier, and can he please come on the air now? And he absolutely refused. He wanted the name of the uh, station manager. He said... Uh, What's the you, problem? He said, uh, you really hurt his feelings. <laughs> you, you oh, come I, on. I, I, I have a feeling you're running a bit on him. It's not funny. He really had his heart set on this. And, uh, it is funny, though. <laughs> It's so funny. I didn't know it was a it's kid. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I didn't know it was a kid. <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is if he was retarded. Oh, going by absolutely delectable. <laughs> I love that. Drive. Absolutely delectable. <laughs> I wanted to get him on the phone to apologize. Did you tell him that? No, he just kept ranting about how bad we are. What do you mean, bad? You know, because we're mean. Cause Evil? Because we, uh, his phone kept giving out. Aww. I really feel bad for the kid because, here's the thing, he still doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> like, he refuses to accept what happened. I can't, like, somehow we're buddies. Uh, he he flip-flopped on the uh, email. Like, he's like, I thought there's something wrong with phones. So I still do. I can't believe you guys would do that to me. I guess the phone's dropped out. Uh, that was really mean. Well, I guess the phone dropped out. <laughs> All right, little kid. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely delectable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, you got your one segment for the night. <laughs> one. I'm looking at the sheet here. This is about eight. Yeah, it's going to be a pain to put up for podcast. Well, get it together. Just do a lot of those transitions. That means that's uh, essentially meanwhile, back at the hideout. All right, Saturday, uh, actually Tuesday, 666, hideout live broadcast at Mako's J-Dubs. Can't Games wait. contest based on the seven deadly sins. we got to figure out. And uh, announce what the rest of those are going to be. All right. It's 18 and up, right? 18 and up is what I've been told. No cover. I need you to talk to Makos about seeing if we get some bar taps. Or at least some drink tickets. Saturday in the works. Very good. Chunks, you're on top of it on this one. Also, um, guys, this is something I really want to do for Pride. Hmm. We can, uh, if we take a little bit money out. You know, as far as uh, fees are concerned, we can do what I wanted to do for Pride and get $101 bills. And Dubs had the great idea. They already do the air, air cannon. The air cannon and spray out $101 bills with the air cannon. Yes, Matt. I'll supply that $1. Here's what you ought to do. I want you actually to be down there. Just try and grab as many dollars as you can. And see how much money you can grab. I will allow that. I'll start a mosh pit. 
I'm sure you will. Oh, AJ from the youth that he's in on that one, so have fun with that one. He's going to win. I just know it. So that's like, it's already, what, like 600 bucks plus like more prizes and stuff? Yeah, right? you, you, essentially $600 that will be given out that night. Prizes, bar tabs, hopefully 18 and up. You know what oh, I say? Oh, the 5th edition of the Hideout T-shirts. You know what I say to that? Absolutely delectable. Oh. <laughs> Oops, I'm a racist, says the Hideout. Destroying children one dream at a time. <laughs> Let's go ahead and see if we can make that into a promo. Poor kid. You know he's just destroyed and he's going to hate radio forever. He might Sons of bitches. Or he'll go into radio. <laughs> and eventually at some point we'll have a radio war with... Uh, I was running a jousting finger website. With Gluck. He'll go on the FCC board and just, you know, go against radio. Right. Um, here's the thing, though. If we, would, we, if we could have got him back on the phone and you see him up on your call screen... And you have your finger on the button. Do you honestly tell? Can you honestly tell me you wouldn't have hung up on him again? I was hoping to get his dad on so I could hang up on him. <laughs> that was honestly my plan. That was my plan. See, the thing that he doesn't understand, he thinks we were hanging up on him. When in reality, you were just practicing your finger jousting technique <laughs> on the board. That just, you know, that was the target. It was a little red light. And Damn. I, I conquered local number five and toll free seven. You're the finger jousting champion. Thank you. All right, boys, I guess that does it. Go to the uh, website, hideout page, roadradio.fm, for all the information on this 666 party. We should make some flyers and hand them out. Do some stuff like that. Let people know what's going on down at Mako's on Tuesday. Look, I'm telling you, this is going to be a good time. It's going to be, uh, first of all, it's the make, it's Mako's. Yeah. But then the hideout there, acting out, games contesting based on the seven deadly sins. Nearly $600 in cash to be given away. $600 in cash to be given away. Fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. Call in sick on Wednesday. Tuesday night is going to be the summer party with the Hideout Makos and 666. Coming up next, Real Radio Rewind. The best of the uh, Real Radio lineup. One segment from each from each show. That'll take you through up till midnight. Then Real Radio Music takes over. Real Music. Takes over. And then uh, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. File in the afternoon. Hide out. Be back at 7 tomorrow on a Friday night with the open door policy. Uh, don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the hideout on Royal Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 
everyone to let to the floor. To the floor, step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.